Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right. All right. Here we go. Tuesday. Yes, a Tuesday edition. In the beginning of August 2017, here we go. This is the Taz Show, live. Streaming and screaming, coming at you right now. Body slams and beyond. Thank you. If you're listening live on uh, TazShow.com or you're watching live there, I appreciate it. Maybe you are watching the video on demand. This might be old news to you. might be new news. I don't know. Maybe you're listening, I'm sure you say watching live on the, on the TazShow.com to the video. You could be doing that. Or maybe you're checking out the on-demand audio content of this show. The podcast version on Play.it. Tune in. Spotify, which is up to date, apparently. And iTunes. Yes. I appreciate that very much. Taz Show's back here, rock and rolling. So, uh, had yesterday, uh, there was no show. And uh, apologized for any inconvenience to any of you guys that I know a lot of you guys listen uh, live or watch live every day or obviously download the podcast version of it or watch the video on demand so you know uh, apologize for yesterday um, new over the weekend and I had put out there publicly that you know it was a family uh, issue basically um, not to delve into too much we had a loss in our family um, one of my brother-in-laws unfortunately he's been he was sick and um you know, he had passed. He passed away. So it's, uh, you know, he's a good man, uh, big family, um, but he's been suffering a little bit. So he's in a better place than us. So, uh, uh, so keep him and his family in your thoughts and prayers. And, uh, you know, anybody who's a fisherman out there or a fisherwoman, this man was a big fisherman. So if you're out on the sea, give him a thought. Think of George. He was a good dude. Good man, know him a lot of years. Uh, one of my wife's um, older sister's uh, husband. So um, the services were yesterday. Uh, so um, I, in the morning and all, I obviously could not do a show. So uh, I apologize for the inconvenience. Okay, so um, rock and rolling right here. Taz Show coming at you. Going to talk some Monday Night Raw. Uh, Going to have the PW Insider Report, I believe, with Mike Johnson. Yes, Mike Johnson will be on the Taz Show. So... Uh, he should be here today. We'll see. If not, then that's fine, too. I don't know. I have not talked to Mike, so I have no idea what's going on. I'm sure my crack staff is all over it, uh, as they always are, with everything they do. Timber! Uh, let me uh, say hello to the audio producer of the show and the biz dev guy, the business development man of the show, and his name is Dennis Jones, the Lumber Biscuit, Lumberjack. Uh, hello, uh, Dennis. Good moment. How are you? Yeah. So, uh, we will discuss Raw here in this episode. Uh, by the way, before I do that, any residue uh, from the uh, Grand Salami Slunker Tour that happened a couple weeks ago? Anything going on? Uh, any uh, updates with Sarah in Chicago? Your love life? Of course, I need to move on. I'm very busy today. 
Well, obviously, Sarah and I are in love, and that's well documented. Okay, I didn't know that, but all right, great. I d- great. Yes. Okay. There, there was I one part I, I, I didn't know that. I feel terrible. Congratulations. I w- oh, thank you. I don't know if she knows that, but okay. she'll learn when she hears. I'm sure. There was a, uh, there was a part of the Grand Salami Slunker tour I completely left out, Uh-oh. and what was it? This was a huge oversight on my part. Um, when I went to Chicago the first go round, I met two of the fans, Stephen and Chris, and they were gracious enough. They worked at, the, at a steakhouse, went there with them. I'm gathering more free food. No, no, no. Okay. Afterwards, I don't know how I, I left this part out, but oh. this, this is right in your wheelhouse. Am I going to get mad? Uh, you might. Okay. I'm not. We'll see. Nice. So we hung out with them after. We went to a, uh, we went to a, a neighboring uh, place, and I needed to make a pit stop because I, being the idiot I am, forgot to do laundry leading up to the Grand Salami Slunker Tour. So I only brought two pair of underwear for the trip. Nice. So nice. I made their friend nice. drive me to no. Walmart. Oh my god! And I had to buy underwear in the middle of the Grand Salami Slunker tour. And they had messaged me. They were like, "Hey man, did you just forget to mention that?" And I was like, "Well, that's big news. <laughs> that's definitely that's huge news. I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely stale bread, kind of old news. Uh, no pun so intended. So are my undies. Yes, exactly. So the thing is, you are an eligible bachelor, as many know." You just stated you're in love with Sarah. I'm sure it's a big turn on to all the females out there who like you that you buy your underwear all at one of them. Walmart. Yeah, that's good stuff. Haynes, right if it's good enough for Michael Jordan, can it's good enough for me. Can you promote anything else that aren't that they're not paying so I can get dragged into the office later? Can you promote any other companies? I'm just curious. I could, but I'm not going to. Okay, maybe good. Good call. You're just hitting us. Oh, how about these guys? And these guys. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. You not realize Seth, the tag show's back. I have to listen. You not you realize he's all over this right now? Seven fifteens is tune in time. You so cannot do that. A few more minutes. Oh, in other news, uh, no off the hooks. Uh, no off the hooks this week. That's right. So uh, see how I built up like it was going to be good news? No, and I pulled the carpet right out from under your feet. If you want to call the show, by the way, people are already calling the show. So if you want to call the show, a very simple process. Attention, hotline fans. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Attention, hotline fans. Take two. Uh, 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. I want to mention one thing before I talk about Monday Night Raw. I want to talk about some sporting news. I got to get to the phones. I was uh, noticing, and I want to say good luck. He's on the air right now as I'm on the air, so I don't want to send people from my show to his show. But my friend Mark Malusis, the Moose, you know, you're you're friends at Moose, too. Hello, Dennis? I am. I worked with him Sunday. Okay, awesome. No one cares. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa. whoa. Down at the network. Let me get this guy. Why didn't I know this? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) You know how I didn't know? Because you didn't tell me. That's how I didn't know. It was a... Why wouldn't you tell me that? It was a brief interaction. You are property of the Taz Show. Do you not realize that? I do understand that. He knew that, too. What did he say? He put me over? He buried me. Oh, well, he, he put you over, but he, he was burying me a little. Nice. Nice. Well done. That's why I like Monk. He's a good guy. Great guy. Yeah, so uh, the Moose is on the air right now, so I want to wish him luck. He's on the air you're filling in for uh, Boomer and Cotton. Cotton. What do you mean, no? <laughs> He's filling in for Boomer and Cotton uh, with uh, none other than the former Jet, former Baltimore, Ra- Baltimore Raven, excellent linebacker, avid wrestling fan. Uh, Bart Scott. Is guess. he really? He actually, yeah, he actually came to some business when I was working for TNA. He was there. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, he did some stuff with TNA. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's an avid wrestling fan. Uh, can't wait! Was... Can't wait! He's known for his can't wait thing. Can't wait! 
But um, yeah, so all those guys should be. Um, I guess they're looking. You know, they're still looking for a, maybe uh, a de- couple different shows to replace uh, Mike Francesa when he goes away. No one cares. So that's kind of what's going on there. So uh, they're trying out all those different shows. So uh, good luck to Moose. I just wanted to give a little shout out while he's on the air. Show I'm not insecure. I'm not a, a P word. Okay. You know what the P word is? Uh, pansy? No. Petty. How about that? Okay. Yes, petty. Yes. You thought it meant something else. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah, petty. Rhymes with Getty. Okay. So anyway. Um, oh, son of a bitch. One more word and I'm hanging up on you. Dude. What, who messed with the mic while I've been gone? I haven't been here either, so... No. Put what, my mic on! Wasn't me. It! Technical difficulties. All right, it's gone. It's not ready yet. All right, no problem. All right, so anyway, i uh, got to get to the phones here. i got to talk some raw. I've uh, got to do a little house cleaning real quick. It's a quick house cleaning that's going to happen for you in one, two, three. It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning. Tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. Yes, that's right. So, the new spitballing t-shirt has dropped. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It has dropped. It's out there. I have mine. I'm not wearing it right now uh, because I like to wash my shirts first before I wear them. Uh, So, I sent them to my laundry team. Uh, So, there's the graphic. And we also have a live in Technicolor shirt here of Dennis Jones uh, with the spitballing shirt. Oh, that not a model. Look at that. That's how you sell merch. Cover your face. Now we got a good... Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. So there's the spitballing shirt. Dude, is that your shirt? It's that size of a bed sheet. Look at the size of that thing. What the hell? King size, California. Good lordy B. Get rid of the graphic, Anthony. We're looking at a live shot of the shirt. Come on. So look at that. You got the stressed orange and yellow. See that? That vintage look. Okay, I know, Dennis. It's all about you. I hear you. I just... Can you wear that on your face the whole show? Um, so perfect. That's a good look. So there is spitballing shirt. Make sure you get it. Oh, okay, the side. It's a really nice blue shirt. Uh, right or wrong, uh, Dennis. It's a nice blue. It's like a kind of. It's not navy. Lovely color. You're traditionally a uh, black and orange guy. Yes. This is a. This is a nice, uh, a cool, welcome addition. It's a very. It's a water-esque blue. Reminds you of the ocean. Azul. If you want to feel like you're in the Bahamas, you wear this shirt. Spitballing. You walk around the beach wearing a shirt, spitting at people. Uh, that's what you do with this. Uh, that's kind of it. So that's the deal. Dennis is struggling with the shirt in his hand still, and uh, that's the deal. So uh, spitball and get your shirt. Also, as I mentioned before on this uh, before the house cleaning, uh, no off the hooks this week. No, no off the hooks. Nope, not not today. Not happening. So that's not happening this week. Sorry. Okay. And I did mention my chance to be back. And there goes your house cleaning, and it's done. That's it. Okay, great. That went well. <clears throat> so, Raw starts off uh, in a cool way. I like it. In the hometown, the Steel City of Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist, 13-time world champion, right? The Kurt Angle. That's his hometown, Steel City. Big Pop Jones. We know it's going to happen. Okay, he comes out. Good stuff right there. No reason to shake your water with the ice while I'm on the air. You're an audio producer. Shut your freaking mic off so I can get in a flow in my opening monologue. Thank you. You unprofessional douche. That's what you are. I'm talking to Dennis. Those that didn't realize. Uh, so what else we got here? So Kurt Angle starts it off. I liked it. I like his promo. It wasn't going to be long. wasn't going to be drawn out. He, he touched on the things he had to touch on. But then, which I thought was, obviously, I think a lot of you would, will agree, mostly would agree, it was a surprising moment, right? When you think when, when, when here comes the Brock. Brock Lesnar, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, here comes the pain. Brock comes out with Heyman. And um, 
I, I liked it. Paul didn't do the, uh, ladies and gentlemen, not, like whatever he normally says before he walks out, as he walks out. He didn't do that. Paul was all business. He was pissed off. Uh, Brock looked big, angry, and pissed off. And they just got in the ring. And Paul's like, Sister Kurt, basically paraphrasing, you know, I know what you're doing. I know what you're up to. Okay, you want Brock to lose? You want him out of the company? Well, you know what? If he loses, because you put him in this freaking fatal wall fall away, he don't have to get pinned or tap to lose. Someone else can lose the title, yada, yada. We know the story. And basically, Paul said that, look it, if, uh, if Brock does lose, lose Paul, uh, I'm sorry, Brock and I, meaning Paul, will be out of the WWE. We're going to leave. Okay, so, uh, uh, but Brock's not losing, and then Paul put his, his, his uh, client over, and all this jazz that he's not going to lose, he's going to be dominant, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. Uh, it was good. Another really good Paul Heyman promo. I actually, um, I thought it was excellent. I thought Kurt Angle, you know, he's in a tough spot in, in the character where he can't, you know, the way everything's lined up, he can't rebut, you know, in the promo, they wanted Kurt, they, well, I'm sorry, they wanted Paul just to have the last word. And Paul just got his all his stuff in for Lesnar. And I thought it was cool. Um, the thing that I didn't like, I know that Dennis, you and I were talking about this before the, we went on the air here. I didn't like the fact that during this excellent three-way match uh, uh, later on in the night, or during one of the crossover hours, I think it was 10 p.m., um, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, with Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and Joe, uh, Samoa Joe, we did not see... We did not see Brock Lesnar or Paul Heyman at all, correct? No. Correct. Not a fan. I don't agree with that. I, I think that I don't think that Brock should have been in a match, which he wasn't. I don't think he should have been ref in a match. I don't think he should have been ringside. I think he and Paul should have been on commentary. That's what I think. And and believe it or not, I would have wanted to heard Brock more on commentary than Paul. Even though Paul has history of being a commentator and he's a great talker. He could do it with his eyes closed. We know that. But I would have liked to hear Brock in that realm during that match. Now, I don't know if maybe one of these guys had to leave the arena or who knows. Maybe they weren't there. Maybe that's why they were on so early. I don't know their schedule and it does, it's none of my business. I don't really care. But all I know from, from a, a TV show and a storytelling uh, perspective, I really believe that he, meaning Brock, should have somehow, they should have had his character somehow... Uh, interact or, or had a presence during that uh, that triple threat match. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought that would have been a good feel, especially him and Paul on commentary. Um, and if I and again, just fancy booking. If if I was in charge of the deal and I would have had you know Brock uh, there on commentary, I actually would have had. If I was Vince, uh, I would Vince McMahon uh, or, and Triple H and Stephanie, whoever's calling the shots. You know, I would have had Brock actually putting over each of these guys kind of endorsing each man um which not like a baby face but just like from an athletic perspective you know uh putting each guy over i think that brock uh would be very good at doing that but do it in a way that he ends on a high note you know even though i just praised all three of these guys whatever at the end of the day none of them are nowhere near to my level of talent toughness ability credibility yada 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 and I'm going to destroy these guys or whatever he would say. You know, that's just how I would have done it a little different. Um, I think being that Lesnar and Heyman are in the building uh, or were in the building or in the town or whatever, you know, somehow, some way you got to get them out there. You know what I mean? That's how I would have done that. So I know you were telling me before we were out of here, you, 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 you thought it was weird that Brock wasn't out there either. 
So it made no sense. Like the, he, Paul comes out and he's like, "Oh, look, you you know, Angle, I know what you're doing. You're you know, if Brock loses, he's gone. But he's he hasn't lost yet. So wouldn't he want to defend his title, right? And and, and be there and intimidate or, or scout or do be present." Well, I think also, I think the thing is that, I th- and I think Paul got this over the right way, is that, um, not that, and again, I'm talking all character here, so that, that their characters, I should say. Not that Brock Lesnar uh, is afraid of any of these guys, but I think Paul showed the, re- that um, reluctant might be the word, a slight reluctancy, uh, how it's kind of like um, an unfair situation. These are where you get the elements, the little ingredients of Brock as a heel, you know. And he is more of a heel than he is a babyface, but people love him. He's 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 a uh, you know he's a polarizing character, Brock Lesnar. Um, you know he he's uh, he's a tremendous athlete, uh, great amateur background. I mean, awesome, you know, all American at, at, at a powerhouse Big Ten wrestling program in University of Minnesota. I mean, all his success in UFC as a former UFC world champion and all that jazz. You got John Jones calling him out now. Brock, like, I'll fight you anytime you want. <laughs> you still got these UFC guys, like I said, Jones, people calling him out because he's money. Brock is money. You know, if you're a UFC guy, it's a whole different topic, but not to shift gears, and I'm not really shifting. I'm just going to sidebar Jones here. Um, if you're a UFC guy, you got to be envious as <laughs> for Conor McGregor and towards him. Like, damn, I want me a big money fight. Like a Mayweather, I want to go and make millions of dollars. So John Jones took the bull by the horns. Let me go after uh, the most polarizing heavyweight and guy that we've ever had. A guy who was on freaking worldwide TV every week, arguably. A guy who's the universal champion in WWE, yeah, it's sports entertainment. I'm John Jones. I'll beat your ass. But you know what? This guy has exposure. People know who this guy is in Brock Lesnar. Let me call him out. It's good stuff. It's business. It's smart. Because if I'm a UFC guy, I'm envious of Conor McGregor because I want to make bet mad bank. You know what I'm saying? That's how I. Uh, maybe that's how John Jones is looking at this thing. So, uh, so that's the deal. Um, um, but you know, uh, back to talking about Raw. Um, I did like the. Um, I did like the segment. I like that that surprise element because he wasn't advertised, right, Brock? Well, no, 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 no. That no, was no. a surprise. Yeah. So. Uh, Place, I place seems surprised that the arena did, I should say. Uh, let's talk to, let's go to the phones real quick here. Marty in Watertown, New York. You're on the Taz Show. What's up there, Haas? Hey, Taz. I actually uh, drove down to Pittsburgh just for the show last night. Oh, so you were in attendance? I was. And oh, the nice. definitely popped when uh, Brock Lesnar came out. It was definitely unexpected. It seemed like uh, you guys were loud there, for sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't, I mean, I don't really... Look at the spoilers and stuff. I didn't see nothing like that. What was the uh, as far as the in-house there, Marty? Like what? What was the most enjoyable segment or the the most ex- you know exciting uh, moment of the night? Well, I mean the triple threat match that was definitely the best match of the night for the crowd reaction. Yeah. Um, as you say, Roman Reigns he's definitely over. Yeah. Oh, he's over. <laughs> I, I believe. Mean, yeah. 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 Out of everyone there, he had the largest crowd reaction. Didn't matter if people were booing him yep. because. Earlier in the show, uh, they were showing like the triple threat uh, graphic on the TV, and he's the one who got the biggest pop. Yep, his reaction is uh, again speaking of the word polarizing. That's that's Roman Reigns. Another, uh, you know, a, the uh, I want to ask you about you know while being that you were there, I'm just curious because I didn't know anybody else who went. 
Hey, check this out. The um, the first match last night on the actual Raw show, not the first match, second match, I should say, Tazawa, the uh, Cruiserweight, the six-man, Tazawa, Cedric Alexander, Swan versus Nice, TJP, and Davari. That, on TV, translated, Marty, was awesome match, but yet the audience seemed, you guys were live in attendance, it seemed like a little bit quiet. I was not silent. It Did it seem loud during the match? Um, not really. That match, along with uh, Elias and Glisto, they were definitely the two quietest matches of the night. Really? Um, but the six-man uh, cruiserweight match, they definitely popped towards the end with all the high-flying action. Yeah. I mean, if you go back and watch it on TV, you'll see that it was uh, definitely uh, uh, an awesome match. And uh, I, I love that match. And thank you, Marty, for calling. Thanks for giving me your thoughts that you were live in uh, attendance at Raw last night uh, from a fan perspective. Appreciate that. Um I love that match, that Tazawa, uh, Cedric Alexandra, Rich Swan versus Nice, uh, uh, TJ Perkins, and Davari. I love the match big time. Um, the only thing that was a little weird, I got to tell you, for me during that match, I don't know if you noticed this, Dennis. Um, when they went to, it was the, far, the, the first commercial break, Tazawa was selling his arm, right? His shoulder's messed up? Shoulder, yes. And. TJP, his, I'm sorry, PJ, how am I doing? Um, Titus O'Neil is on the outside talking to him, to Tozawa. He's saying, you okay, you okay? And, and the, the announcers uh, did not talk, which you shouldn't do because you want to hear, you want to pick up the handheld microphones of the talent talking. That's a very important thing. So uh, Michael Cole and crew there did the right thing so we could hear what these guys are saying. And Tozawa's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then they went to break off that, which... It seemed a little, I got to be frank, just being honest, it seemed a little contrived. It seemed like uh, because I didn't hear the announcers and because it seemed like they had this guy, Tozawa, almost act, in quotations, during a match as they're going to break while he's selling his arm. And I got to say, I, don't, I, I know I said this to you off air, Dennis. I don't know if I said it on the air last week. I, you might remember. Did I talk at all about... Tozawa and like the way he speaks English, I did. You did on air. Was I PC? I think so. Yeah, good. Okay. Well, because I got to tell you, I, the the man. I look, look. Lord knows, I, I barely construct. I'm single, singly. I'm single lingual. What is that called? Like if you're bilingual, that's two languages. If you're, I'm single lingual. Is that what I am? I think sing, single lingual. Yeah. Single lingual. I'm single lingual. A I'm real ma- tongue I'm, twister. Sorry, please. In my opening monologue, stop trying to be a glory hound, okay? I'm single lingual, Dennis, but I'm married. <laughs> you get it? Single? You get it. That funny. makes sense. I guess in my brain it was funny, but I digress. So, so ha, I'm single lingual, and I just did his gimmick. Ha! I didn't mean it. Freaking wacky. The Tazawa, wacky. The Tazawa, the English language in him, and like his voice, it's just weird. Look, I know a lot of people speak uh, the broken English, which I don't think is PC either, but I just said it and I don't care. I know people that, you know, don't speak a fluid English like me. And uh, it's, you know, sometimes it's a little butchery. But I got to say, this Tazawa, dude, I don't know if it's that kid, the octave of his voice. It almost sounds like he's joking around. Like his voice is like a higher octave. I don't, it's just strange when he speaks English. It, it's 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 just not. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just being honest. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't think I'm. Ins- who am I insulting here? Am I insulting anyone? 
I don't think so. I mean, right? maybe Tazawa. Probably, probably <laughs> just Tazawa. Yes, that's probably who I'm. Yeah, I don't mean to insult the young guy. He's tremendous talent, but his voice. I mean, if I was trying to speak Japanese, I guess maybe I would sound a little funky too. I speak the monkey, so that's a whole different story. So uh, you know, most uh, American wrestlers that've been to Japan know what monkey is. That's what I speak. But yeah, I just think, does this voice seem odd to you or not? It, it does, because like, because Shinsuke doesn't speak great English either. No, but but it, but it comes for some reason different. when he does it, it's it it's like all right, that's part. Right, Oscar too, feels, Oscar too. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in Japan many times and 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 known like Tajiri and guys and like who speak English and they don't sound like Tazawa. I'm just telling you. It almost sounds like he's playing a character. Yes, like he's trying yes. like he's trying to act Absolutely. American. Yes. And it's like no, just yes. you know, just use your voice and He's trying to act English. Yeah, yeah, it does. Sounds like a <laughs> Japanese guy doing an American accent trying to be English. Yeah, it's just a whole just it's just odd. I mean I, I need you people to pay attention to him next time he talks. It's a little weird. But you're right about Shinsuke, the Shin, the knock, as you call him, and and Oscar. They don't they don't sound like that. It's just so when he when he, when he uh, Tazawa when they were going to break, he's like, "I okay, I okay, I okay," like, and they go to break, and like I'm watching a commercial for like you know Quicken Loans, you know, like what? I okay, I okay, and they go to break. Will you stop? Maybe it wasn't a good Tazawa impersonation, but I think people get my drift. I, I, I that's just, good. Yeah, I you know. Thanks, Dennis. It was great. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> Ekeel in Trinidad, you are on the Taz show. What do you say there, homie? Uh, how am I? Say, how do you say your name, sir? Um, Akil. Akil. Okay, got you. What's going on, yeah. champ? Trinidad. We've had people call yeah. from all over the world. I I think maybe in the past we had one Trinidad. Uh, Trinidad. Uh, how do you say it? What are you like Trinidadian? Yeah, Trinidadian. Oh, look at that. I nailed that. Did you hear that? Yes. Uh, you ever called before the show here? No, first time, long time. <laughs> Even international, right in the yambag. What's going on, buddy? Well, first of all, I would like to thank you and everyone associated with the Star Show. Yes. For giving us professional wrestling fans a platform where we can um, call in and trust our opinions and ideas about what we love so much, and that's professional wrestling. Thank you, buddy. That's thank cool, man. And one more thing I'd like to say. Are you, hold on, I'd like to say something. Are you playing piano yeah. or chopsticks back there? Can we get oh, some that's... chopsticks, Dennis? Oh, yeah, it sounds like you're playing the piano. Your, your mom's playing? No. My mom was calling me on WhatsApp. So... Oh, no, it sounds like a chopstick. Guess... Are you familiar, Akio? Oh. Are you familiar with the song in Trinidad? I don't know if you have chopsticks. You know chopsticks? Not not what you eat with the song chopsticks. Uh, no? No, I'm not sure. You know, it's a piano. It's a key. Uh, people playing on the piano. Uh, maybe, do we have it? Listen, listen. This doesn't sound like it. it. Doesn't sound. Let's get to the main verse. Hold on, Akil. Akil. Hold on. See, it sounds like I heard this behind you. Like someone was. What the f kind of chop? I have right. a guy from Trinidad on the phone. It's expensive. All right, let's see. He's going to work on that, Akil. Uh, so just please don't have anyone play the piano while you call, sir. There, there it is. Hey, listen. Akil, listen. Yeah. Classic. Legit chopsticks tune right there. Right now, Seth is like, what the? <laughs> Why are you playing chopsticks? <laughs> so, Akil, you... 
Okay, let's get rid of that. So, Akil, this is what it sounded like behind you. Chopsticks for me. Piano. That's why I brought that up. But how can I help you? Well, um, I just wanted to share something and hope fans can get to know their favorite independent wrestlers a little bit better. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. So, there's this great interviewer from Toronto called Alicia Atout. Okay. She interviews, um, she's interviewed a plethora of wrestling channels like Kenny Omega, The Young Bucks, Leo Rush, Zack Sabre Jr., Willie Mack. If you guys want to get to know um, these guys better. So hold on. Do you do you know her personally? Hold on. Do you know her personally? Well, she follows me on Twitter, and I'm a big I'm a big fan of her interviews. I know. Well, and and does she just do this independently, or she works for someone? No, she she has her own website actually. Okay, sir, sir. Here's the thing. You can't yeah. just come on here and promote people like that. I I have I work for a company here. You know what I mean? No, she's independently. She. I know, but she's. It's, 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 I understand. I. I. It just. I don't. I don't believe it or not. I kill. I don't call all the shots here. I actually work for someone. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but I just want to share it with the fans. How they can get to know these guys better. Okay. Well, that's nice of you, bro. That's nice. How long you been listening to my show, watching my show? How long? Let's talk about me. How long you been doing that? Since last year, well, I appreciate that. Are you on the beach right now? Anytime I talk to people from your country, it, I feel like yeah. you're on the beach. No, I'm not on the beach. I'm actually in my room. Okay, well, I'm very proud of you. That's awesome. No one cares. All right, Akil, listen, I appreciate you calling, dude. You're the man. Yeah, thank you. You got it. Ooh, that went sour quick. You notice that, Dennis? It did. Yeah. He did the yeah. Yeah. His accent disappeared and everything. Starting to think that guy was calling like from like, I don't know like, Trinidad or Throg's Neck. He's calling like from the Bronx. Wow, sucks when a when a call goes south like that. Oh, he wanted to come on and just start promoting this girl, and that's cool. I mean, you know, he he said her name or whatever. That's great, but I I, I get called into the principal's office all the time. Why are you let me my daughter? Why are you let these motherfuckers? I got to deal with the boss. You know what he does to me? He screams at me. And you can barely understand what he says. He's always eating. You know what I mean? On that note, I got to go to break. Can't follow that. Uh, yeah, that's right. We're going to go to break here. Other side of break, keep talking some more Raw. Take some more phone calls. Tuesday, this and Taz show. Uh, sit down. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. So uh, it's a uh, Tuesday edition Taz show. I'm excited for the Mets later on. It's finally coming up. Mets Nation, Orange and Blue Nation is just going crazy. The new prodigy, the new shortstop. Can't wait. I'm nervous. I'm nervous for him because we're done, obviously. We can't really move on to any of a higher life heights this season. The Yankees are in the World Series, probably. I'm rooting for them, whatever. They will move says. But infielder, middle uh, middle infielder, shortstop, extraordinaire, Ahmed Rosario. Super high top prospect for the Mets will be playing against the Rockies in Colorado for the Mets. I cannot wait. 
I am so excited about this. This kid, it's been it's been taking forever. He's finally coming up. And some more baseball talk later on. I just wanted to just drop that in there. So that's the deal on that. So I want to talk a little bit about Raw here a little more. I want to talk about Jason Jordan, actually. Okay, so I had some thoughts and opinions of Jason Jordan. Before I get to the phone, by the way, if you want to, there's people calling the show. Obviously, the people on hold. I'll get to you guys. And uh, if you want to call, it's 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. Talking some Raw here. Um, Jason Jordan. So he was on Ms. 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 TV yesterday, uh, last night, I should say, on Monday Night Raw. And uh, look, you got, you know, here's the thing. You got someone in Miz who arguably is one of the better talkers, speakers, you know, uh, communicators in pro wrestling today. Uh, that's why they give him this segment called Miz TV, which he's had for a long time. Uh, he's so damn good on a mic, right? So Jason Jordan, I think, is still trying to find his who he is on a mic, especially with this new gimmick he has where he's the son of Kurt Angle. So... You know, so Jason Jordan was in a tag team for the longest time, as most of you guys know, American Alpha. And now where when, when you're, your promo work is you're sharing with your tag team partner. Now those days are gone. So now he's Solo Jones, right? So he's on his own talking. And I think it's an ambitious thing to expect this guy to flourish, meaning Jason Jordan, <clears throat> excuse me, when you put him on a chair, in the middle of a ring, in an arena, on worldwide TV, on Raw, with arguably the best talker in the company, in Miz. But, 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 it started off kind of slow for me, I gotta be honest, on, on the Jason Jordan side, but Jason Jordan picked it up, and he finished strong. And I'm not just talking about because he did a suplex. He finished strong in his promo work. And to me, what jumped out to me about Jason Jordan, I think where they need to go with him, okay, uh, now, I gave my thoughts last week that what he should wear in the ring on his video wall, and they didn't change that. I, I think they should, and they maybe they should really think about what I was saying, where the word gold and that the, the item gold, gold is, is in this blood, is blood. He said that to Corey Graves. Corey said that on Mike last week. You know, like uh, he should wear gold. He should, meaning like his singlet, his boots, and all that. His video wall should be gold. It should all be gold because, you know, he is the son, the biological son in character of a, a legitimate gold medalist in Kurt Angle. So that's the character. That's the gimmick. That's my thoughts on the wardrobe thing and all that jazz. Now, his persona, you know, I think uh, if WWE looks closely at this segment with Miz on Miz TV yesterday and the past couple of weeks, I just think with Jason Jordan, when he's acting, smiling, he's a good-looking kid, obviously. The guy's got a million-dollar smile. He really does. But when he uh, when he tries to act like a babyface and tries to act nice and respectful and he's just so happy that Kurt Angle's his dad, his dad, and he's just so happy to be there and all that stuff, it really comes off as disingenuous from Jason Jordan. I'm not, I don't know the kid. I'm not saying he's disingenuous. I'm talking about the way his character comes out. That the way I take in his character and his projection and inflection on the microphone that's how i feel when i hear and watch him it seems forced and faked and contrived um but while he sat there with miz because miz was obviously out talking him um once jason jordan started to get a little angry <clears throat> it felt better 
So I'm thinking, you know what? Just accentuate this guy's strengths as a speaker and hide his, his, uh, his weaknesses as a speaker, as, as a communicator, as a, as a microphone, as a guy with a microphone, meaning Jason Jordan. Let him slowly morph into a guy that is all business, not in a rage, not a psycho Braun Strowman, not like that, but let him be stern, all business, uh, you know, I am here to, you know, uh, kick ass, take names, that kind of cliche stuff. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm not here to make friends. It's all business. It's all business. I don't think he needs to do that. When he's on the air with Kurt Angle, Kurt could bring out the smile and be happy. This kid should be all business. And I would also go to route with him where he feels the pressure that he needs to be good as his dad in character. That's what I would do with him. Okay, instead it seems like they're going what, which I kind of, it was cool. I don't think they're going to keep doing it. But we saw the heels, Miz and the Miz Taraj say, ah, you know, it's, 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 it's uh, uh, political with you. It's because of your dad. You know, it's, it's nepotism, in, in, in essence, is what they're saying. You're getting what you're getting because of your dad and yada, 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 you know. Um, that's that's the low-hanging fruit, as you would call it, okay? That's low-hanging fruit. That's easy. I'd go the different route with Jason Jordan. Okay, I would go the route of I got pressure on me. I would do vignettes with this kid. Check this out, Dennis. You're going to like this. <laughs> and I'm just spitballing ha! right off the top of my head. That's what I do out here, you bitches, okay? That's how I am. I'm just spitballing. Dennis is grabbing a shirt. For some reason, he's a marketing guru. There's a shirt. Brand new, Pro Wrestling Tees, search TAZ, you'll find it. But I digress. <laughs> okay, I'm spitballing here. Jason Jordan, this is what I would do. I would do vignettes with this kid, okay, where you show him training, running, lifting, everything, and and almost like that black and white, filtered, grainy look. You know, he's really, he, he's training. And have himself voice over. Well, let me back up. And you hear announcements of Kurt Angle's success. An Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. Oh, he's the whatever, the 10-time WWE whatever champion. And you hear a couple of voiceovers while Jason Jordan's training. A old audio of announcers and stuff like that of Kurt Angle's success. You hear Kurt in the background while Jason Jordan's training like old. It's true. Oh, it's damn true. All that kind of stuff. I feel this. And then... As the vignette keeps going and you see Jordan training, you hear Jason Jordan now. And he talks about the level of expectation that's on him, the pressures that are on him. He needs to go to the heights of his dad, if not higher, yada, yada. You guys get where I'm going with this. You feel that, Dennis? It's got a real athletic drink. I'm not, right. I'm not going uh, yeah. to give the brand away, but it's got a real athletic drink feel to it. Okay. Does it rhyme with Haterade? <laughs> Very much so. I don't know. I like that. It's they're both their their characters are both athletic. I mean, highly, right? I mean, uh, it's just it's. But 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 it needs to get deep. Past that, the vignette, the vignette is just the grassroots of what's going to happen with Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan needs to be a heel. Okay, Jason Jordan needs to go off the rails as a heel. You just can't do it right this second. 
you start this promo, these this promo type stuff, and this mindset for Jason Jordan. He is such an elite athlete, Jason Jordan, and his dad, obviously the elitest of athletes in our realm and on the realm of collegiate or amateur wrestling. Okay, um, uh, and Jason Jordan takes it to another level, where the pressure, the guns to his head. And then in time, you do stuff with Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan. And Kurt's like, dude, you, there's no gun to your head here. There's no pressure on you. I was I was who I was. You're who you are. Jason Jordan don't want to hear it. He wants to be better than his dad. He wants to su- go higher. And Kurt's telling him, you're great as it is. Be you. But it's not enough for Jason Jordan. And Jason Jordan gets to a point where he just... <clears throat> He just, just, he kind of snaps where it's upset. He's obsessed with this. And it turns him into a real prick. You know, a real angry, violent heel. It works. It's easy. It's a layup. But I wouldn't go that route of, ah, it's nepotism. Ah, you know, it's because, you know, it's because your father's taking care of you. You know why I wouldn't go that route? Because it's the truth. In character, I'm talking about. It's the truth. So you can't have heels tell the truth. <laughs> You got three heels telling the truth in a segment last night. It's true. <laughs> no pun intended. But no, really, like you just can't, you know, you can't do that. You know, it's just, I don't know. Let's go to uh, Willie Chuck in uh, Toledo. What's up there? How are you, buddy? What up, Taz? Uh, talk to me, buddy. What up, crew? I, I love your shirt. Which love one? Shirt. The running with the game shirt? Yeah, I love that shirt. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to get it for uh, SummerSlam weekend. Okay, well, you know where to get it. It's called Pro Wrestling Tees. Just search T-A-Z. Uh, what's going on, Chuck, Willie? Absolutely. Uh, I've been really big into the G1, and um, I noticed the turnbuckles are different in, in Japan. Yep. And it got me wondering. A lot of people say that running the ropes for the first time is brutal because it's like running into just cords. Yes, yes, ropes. yeah, yeah, okay. And so... So I was curious, which hurts more, the ropes or the turnbuckle? The ropes. Um, now, there are different, I've mentioned this a long time ago here, Willie Chuck, right? So there are different types of wrestling rings, okay? Now, the rings, that uh, most of the rings, I believe, or just about all of them they use in Japan are the same type of uh, ring that um, a lot of companies use, which are cable ropes. That's what we used in ECW. That's what the NWA used for years. Uh, I think Ring of Honor uses a cable rope. Uh, TNA, uh, most, like I said, Japanese companies do. Uh, WWE does not use cable ropes. WWE uses, it's rope rope. It's real rope, okay? Because WWE, their ring is a little bit bigger than most rings because they've always had bigger guys uh, for many years. You know, back in the day, they used to just bring in giant guys. You know, everybody was just huge. So they needed a 20 by 20 ring where most rings are, you know, 18, by 18. They think, ah, 18 by 18, 20 by 20, there's not a big difference. No, it's when, when you're in the ring, there is a big difference. And the ropes for WWE are a lot higher. And um, it, they, like I said, they're not cable. They're actual rope rope. They're still hard as hell, but not as hard as a cable rope. But to answer your question, the ropes hurt a lot more than uh, than the turnbuckle pads. Or turnbuckle, I should say. Because you hit them. Because you hit them. You know, because you hit them also. Uh, when you run uh, side to side as opposed to in a corner in a ring as you're wrestling you're hitting those ropes as hard as you can 
when you hit a corner, you're hitting it hard. I don't know if you hit it as hard as you can. It depends what you're going to do. Are you staying in the corner? You're coming out. It's a whole different, it's a deeper conversation, pulling back the curtain too much on it. But that's the deal on that, Willie Chuck, all right? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pull back the curtain too much, but I, I never Well, you did. How could you? Time, how but. could you pull back the curtain? You've never been behind the curtain. Come on. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But you never heard anybody do what? I never heard anybody talk about the actual like the. the all I heard was people talking about like the ropes are really rough to go in. Like when right. they run the ropes for the first time, they're like, "Okay, I got to get out of wrestling." Yeah, like yeah. When you hit the ropes the right way, yeah, they hurt like a bitch. But your your body builds up a callus to it. You get used to it after a while, but it takes a long time. But you know, uh, a lot of people don't talk about it unless you're listening to guys who actually been in the ring and wrestled that really wrestled at a high level. A lot of people that do podcasts and shows that that cover wrestling, they they say the ropes are really hard because they hear wrestlers say it. They don't know why. You know why Willie Chuck? Because they ain't never been in the ring. Okay, so they ain't never wrestled for a long time. They ain't never trained or trained people. Now, you know, if you listen to other guys' podcasts, you know, like, I don't know, guys that have actually been in the ring, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they can explain it the way I explain it. They understand it. I mean, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm out here running the game, so I, I kind of do it before everybody else. I'm running the game. You, you know that already, Willie Chuck, you know? <laughs> I, I really, I really, really appreciate you taking my call, and thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome, Willie Chuck. All business, Jones. Take care, pal. So there you go. Willie Chuck's sober right now. Uh, what's going on with him? Did he stop drinking? I know he's your new, your new friend. You didn't even say hello to him. I speak when spoken to. I, he's not fun sober. You just heard him. He asked like poignant questions. Yeah, he really isn't. That was, but he's also kind of annoying when he's drunk. Yeah, you got to find that middle ground. <laughs> just need that. This was the all business Willie Chuck. I mean, I respect it, but it was all business. He was definitely all business for sure. There's no doubt about that. Hey, uh, Wedgie and the Steel City of Pittsburgh, you are on the Taz Show. What's up there, buddy? Well, 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 I'm back. Wedgie's back. We've been waiting for you. He's <laughs> finally back. We couldn't wait for you to get back. Wedgie, I didn't even know you were gone. But what's going on, buddy? Well, no, I was recuperating from all of this surgery, so. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, how are you doing? I forgot my bed. I apologize. How are you doing? I just had surgery last week on my nose. They had to rebuild it. And I just got the tubes out yesterday, so I'm talking pretty good now. So God bless you, man. I mean, I, I'm surprised. You just had the tubes out yesterday, and you're able to talk. You sound fine. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I had the sleep apnea surgery where they broke my jaw and put a trach in my throat. So, Jesus. Wow. Um, you had it that bad? Didn't the, like the machine? They have the machine for sleep apnea, right? Yeah, they, they tried the machine, but my sleep apnea was so bad, my heart was stopping or slowing down 85 times per hour. Oh, my God. Dude, this surgery, I mean, honestly, how's the recovery? It sounds like it's a brutal, they're breaking your jaw, they're changing your nose. What's going on? Yeah, that it's very painful, but it's worth it because now I'm down to 21 times it's slowing down. So. Oh, good, buddy. What do you want to talk about? Uh, your angle on the, um, no pun intended, Jason Jordan yeah. and Kurt Angle. I agree with you to a point turning heel. Right. I think they should go the route, the same route that they went with uh, Larry Zabisco and Bruno, turning on Kurt Angle. Oh, that's coming, buddy. That's coming. No, 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 that's coming. You got to build them first, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, yeah. you're right. That's how you build it. But right. then 
make the big bang. Right. Like, you remember that, right, with the steel chair? Dude, I remember that. I, I God, I was a young kid. I wanted to kill Zabisco. Oh, my God, I love Bruno. You know, it was brutal. But what a heel turn. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that's coming on, on Kurt for sure. And um, I thought Raw last night was terrible. Yeah, the, uh, I didn't I didn't like that they put that the two big giant guys in the main event. Nothing against those guys. There just wasn't enough building those guys to throw them in that main event, Wedgie. You know what I mean? Do you, do you think something happened that they had to switch the main event? Well, or? I think they wanted to put that three-way in that crossover for some reason. I don't know what that reason was. Maybe there was somebody who had a uh, – thank you for calling, Wedgie. I hope you feel better. Maybe there was uh, maybe someone had to catch a flight, or I, you know, maybe it was uh, an emergency. I don't know. Uh, uh, I have seen many times and been part of shows many times where in crossover segments you will put a main event. And we've seen WWE do this many times. Um, I, you know, it it it's. I got to be honest. I mean, when I watch Cass and Show at the end, I, I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, wow. I, I thought something else was going to happen. Like, I just was surprised. And I think both those guys can, you know, definitely, definitely Big Show because he's done it enough. He can main event. He's a main eventer. Cass is on his way of being a big Cass is on his way of being a main eventer, but he's just not there yet. But it's okay. But if they would have built it up a little bit better, I think that would have felt. I mean, Dennis, did you feel like it was something else was going to happen? Yeah, it was very weird at the end. So the match ends. Uh, yeah. Cass clears house. Big Show gets him back. And. They just kind of go to the back, and uh, he Big Show's helping Enzo, and it was like, "Oh, we'll see you next week." And we we're like, yeah. "Well, that like, was it." Like five, six minutes. Mike Johnston be on the show. Maybe he has somebody stooged off from the locker room. He has stooges that tell him stuff. So who knows? Maybe he's got some information. You know, he that's what he does. He's, he's Mike Johnston. He gives news. You know, the and, news breaker and scuttlebutt. You know, and, and all the, the rumors and hazards and stuff that are going on in the, in the business. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, Terrell and Phoenix, uh, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, House? How are you? Hey, good morning, Taz. How you doing? Good, buddy. Talk to me. Hey, uh, first, I just wanted to send my condolences, man. That's your brother-in-law. Oh, thank you. I, uh, thank you, man. I'm truly sorry to hear about that. I appreciate um, that. That's nice. I actually have a, a father-in-law that, that goes fishing, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they yeah. have something there. But, yeah, he was, a, he was a big fisherman, dude. I mean, legit, like on Long Island, big-time guy. But but loved it, loved it. That was his uh, therapeutic for him. But uh, So what's up, Terrell? Talk to me. Um, just wanted to talk a little football, and I had a question about Raw um, really quick. Uh, so with... Uh, Football, because I was hearing about how you, you were talking about, uh, you know, how you basically switched from the, the Jets to the Bills. Yeah, that happened a few uh, years ago. It was a big thing uh, here in Atasha. Yes, yep. So, being a guy in Arizona, I'm not necessarily a Cardinals fan. I'm a Saints fan. And so, it's it's kind of, it's been kind of hard the last couple of years because of them going seven and nine constantly and, and like, yeah. having, you know, draft picks and free yeah. agent signings that, that don't pan out. Yep, so, I'm yep. just kind of hoping that this year, you know, it's kind of, uh, kind of their year in a sense. Why, like, why are you not? I'm just curious. Why are you not a Cardinal fan? You, did you grow up in uh, in Arizona? Uh, well, I actually lived out here since '97. Um, but I I don't know. I'm, I'm not actually. I've never been a Cardinal fan. I don't know why. But my uh, my wife is. So Ugh. whenever they uh, they play, it's an interesting household. <laughs> so you're a Saints fan, okay? So you've always been a Saints yeah. fan, okay? Yeah. That's fine. I mean, I, well, at least I'm a fan of the team that's in my state. That's the only thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. 
<laughs> but some think uh, that Buffalo is is Canada anyway. I'm I'm just saying. Will you stop? If you lived in the Northeast, you'd know what I mean. But uh, Dennis, you yeah. agree with that? You think that Buffalo's kind of like Toronto? It basically is. Yeah. That's the big thing here, Terrell, in New York. You know, we say that people from upstate are not really New Yorkers. You know, not to see Buffalo's upstate, like way upstate, way, way up. But I will not root for New Jersey football teams. I just can't do it. And the Jets and Giants both are. They practice in Jersey. They play in Jersey. Their stadium's in Jersey, but they're called New York. And it's the biggest load of bullshit going. Sorry for my yeah. French, Tyrell. Uh, what else you got going on? Um, and then, well, just sneak this in there, because I know you talk a little bit of baseball. I'm, I'm actually excited for the D-backs. I'm a D-backs fan, oh. which is weird. But, I mean, they have, they definitely have a big uh, series against the Cubs. Why is it weird that you're a D-backs fan if you're in – you live in Arizona? Well, because, like, like, I don't know, it's weird. With each sport, I have a different team that's not in my state. So, like, the It's okay, buddy. It's okay. I'm a Miami guy, so I don't know. So, but, yeah, that's um, fine, dude. That's fine. There's a lot of people that like that. I mean, the, now, if some other people that were on my show as guests, Moose, they would complain, and Dennis would complain that you can't do that. But I say it's a free country, damn it. Do what you want. You know what? You're right. You should be. You should be president. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but I hear you. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Well, I, I got as much political experience as the current president, so I might as well be. You could be uh, like, I'm spitballing. I'm spitballing out here, bitches. Well, hopefully, The Rock. He might run for president down the road. That seems like a, might, that's got some legs to roll. So we'll see if The Rock. That would be awesome if he did that. Like, <laughs> that would be he sick. Would, uh, I could see like do, doing his catchphrases. Like, that would be great. Second be awesome. campaign tour. <laughs> well, Rock's a big baby face too. He'd get along with all these other leaders. He's just he's a baby face, you know. But yet he's smart. You know, he'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, man. So, uh, thanks, Terrell. I appreciate you calling, buddy. I gotta go to break right now. I got things to do here. It's busy. I don't have time to play around to politics. You know, I don't do that on the Taz show. Okay. Uh, by the way, side note, Jones. See Scaramucci, his guy. Uh, Mooch. Well, I actually, um, <laughs> I don't know him personally. I was I gonna s- say, you no, know this no, guy? No, because my son knows his son. Oh, his okay. His son plays the cross. There's on Long Island, and <laughs> I don't know him, no, but. Um, but anyway, he's done. He's done. You see that? Like eleven days. Eleven days. In and job. out. Quick. Thanks for coming. See you later. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. He came in like a house of fire too. Went on a New Yorker, cursed everybody out, and he, he left like it and too. And just pouted. Twelve late. He's got more money than God. Anyway, it don't matter. If I had his money, I'd burn mine. All right. On that note, I'm going to break. Mike Johnson, PW Insider. When we come back. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Tuesday edition, top of the hour right here. One hour down, one hour to go. We got the PW Insider Report coming up shortly here with Mike Johnson. He'll be here in a second on the Skype, by the way. I was talking earlier uh, about Ahmed Rosario coming up for the Mets, like in Colorado, playing against the Rockies. The finally coming uh, coming around here to play for the New York Mets, uh, the shortstop. So we'll see what happens. Top job of Jones here on the uh, Twitter at YRC21. He said, hey, don't forget about Mets. Uh, the other call up coming soon, Dominic Smith, stud first baseman, uh, raking at AAA. 
I was talking off air here to my uh, lackluster crew, uh, Top Jabba Jones here, uh, about Dominic Smith. You heard me talk about this, correct, Dennis? I did, yes. Here's the real deal. And you familiar with uh, Dominic, uh, Dominic Smith? Extremely excited for him. Yeah, but he's not coming up uh, just yet. Soon, though, right? Knowing the Mets, he probably won't be up till next September. You sound like another miserable Mets fan because it's all over for us. We're done. So now the Yankees are like, oh, Cashman's a genius. He's got all the guys. All we're hearing about is the Brian Cashman, right? Right, right, Dennis. Come on, Dennis. Jump on. Come on. I Come on. look. I'm very happy. Sonny Gray is a great acquisition. Yep. Uh, I mean, what he was able to do in the last week between getting uh, Todd Frazier, yep. uh, what's the David Robertson back, Camille out of the bullpen, and we didn't have to give up any of our no. huge prospects. I am very pleased with what Cashman and, did. And you got a nice win yesterday, seven three against the Detroit Tigers, and Aaron Judge actually hit home run. How about uh, that? What uh, some people are saying. Does this mean he's 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 busting out? You heard this comment about him? Have you heard that comment? I about have. Him? I have not. Because You're a liar. You're no, a liar. I have. No, because you're a liar. Because you you put the stink on him. No, you no, mushed bull- him. You, you mushed listen, him bad. No, and- bro. When you hear that someone says, I've heard them say it on 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 fan actually. WFAN. Oh, if you say it on there, it's the end all be all. And they said it. They said it. What it is, but they said it. He's breaking out. So when they say Aaron Judge is breaking out, they're implying that he was in something, and that's called a slump. Yes. Like I told you, he would be. Yeah, you put the stink on him. Two words for you, Bobby Abreu. On that note, we're going to go to the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson via Skype in a three, two, one. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Oh, Mike Johnson. Uh, welcome to the Taz Show. How you been there, Haas? What's up? I'm good, Taz. How are you? Uh, you know, it's uh, fair to Midland. Uh, you know, doing my thing. You know what I mean? I'm just here running the game, brother. That's what I do. I hate Whoa, hold on. Okay. Ah, where you been? You've been on vacation. You've been running around, right? I've been running around. I was ready last week. I was sitting here. I was ready to go. I was all Skyped up, and you didn't Dennis know. texts me and says, you'll be back next week. Wait a minute. Dennis or anybody else from my team didn't let me know if the show was on vacation last week? No, you were on a vacation two weeks ago. Where was I last week? I was waiting. It's 7.55 a.m. Eastern wait Standard wait, Time. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. Wait. Let me get this straight. So, wait, wait. You're telling me you were ready last week? We did a show last week. I was live on Tuesday last week. Yes, and Dennis texted me and said, you'll be back next week at like 7.55 in the morning. Wait a second. So let me get this straight. Dennis, we had a weekly guest spot with Mike Johnson, who, by the way, has been on the Taz show since the beginning of the live show. Since before Dennis. That <laughs> ver- Yes, when the show was really good. Uh, now, by a Dennis. Hat. Right, right, right. That's true. This is true. So, Dennis... I asked you, I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Dennis, and I hear Anthony protecting you right now, he's talking to you. He hasn't said one word. I hear Anthony, I can hear it. Hold on, I hear something. I hear something, too. it's like, oh, it's, Mike, would you mind turning down your computer a little, please? Oh, God. So, Anthony, uh, to no, Dennis, so Dennis, you, Thank you, basically you, screwed this up. Yeah, that's all on me. You are fake news. What, 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 what? What happened? I asked you. I said, is Mike coming on? You go, no, no, not this week. Next week. Just a classic miscue. I misread the... Classic Dennis. Oh, my God. Classic Dennis. Mike, listen. Just you you and me talking to you, Mike. 
this, this is the problem. I got this guy here who he, and that's how he acts. He, he, I know. He, and, and he, there's, you know, and forget I the know. whole apology thing. No, it's like no big, <laughs> no problem. Like, you know what? Comfy Jones. I, I think you got to hit him where it hurts, Taz. Yeah, he needs to be suspended. That's no, 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 no. There's yeah. a fate worse than suspension for Dennis. What's that? No food. I knew that was coming. Well, that would right. hurt. No food on the air. These guys, are, I, think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Mike. But everybody else gets Chef Mike, and Dennis has to watch. Oh, Chef Mike's gone, bro. He left, too. He's gone. Are we going to bring him back just to just to torment Dennis? No, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, uh, Dennis, uh, you know, he's, he's, not, he's used to working where... When you make mistakes, you get in trouble. You get a beaten. Not here. You get a bagel. You, you don't get a. You get a bagel instead of a beaten here. So exactly. Where he used to work, he'd get a beaten. He'd make a mistake like that. He'd never do it because he wasn't as comfy over there. Let's see over here. I have a guest spot with Mike Johnson, who's on every week. Who's my friend, who contributes to the Taz Show weekly. People love when Mike Johnson's on. And then me, the host, I say to you, Dennis, is Mike on? This last week is Mike on? Put my mic on. And you say. And now he's on vacation. Dude, I, and it's not like I have like a million guests on this show. I don't want guests. And I have only one weekly regular guest spot, and it's the guy on Skype right now, Mike Johnson. Hey, Mike. No, but Dennis. I think you should shave his, I think you should shave his head. He, I can tell you this, Mike. I'm a, I am apologizing on behalf of my show, and on behalf of CBS, and on behalf of Seth, and behalf of me, behalf of me, and I tell you this: I, I would love to tell you it's never going to happen again, okay? But I oh, would, it'll happen again. Oh, I know. As, as long as he's, I know it'll happen again. As long as he's producing, because he's going to be Joe Cool, okay? He can't help but get red faced. So you know, and he's instead of being honest and genuine out here and apologizing to the audience, not just me, people, Dennis, people love when Mike's on the show. They love, they love Mike. I love when Mike's on. Yeah, but you, 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 you I know you. I made a mistake, just like that. This, I, I guess I got to move on, but I, I just, you know, it's like I, working with the raw creative team. Well, that's one way to put it. I, I feel bad. I feel bad, Mike. I'm sorry you were ready to go, and it's all right. Dennis, is there anything you want to say, or you're just gonna say nothing? Mike, sorry we didn't have you last week. My apologies. Glad you're back, buddy. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't think you are being sincere. He's not. He's dude. I deal with the whole time with him. Uh, what's going on, Mike? Talk to me. What's going on in the news, buddy? We got a lot. We got a lot of things to talk about. Um, Goldberg's returning to television. Doing what? Uh, but not for WWE. Right. Uh, Bill Goldberg has picked up a guest starring role on the ABC comedy The Goldbergs, which is a great comedy set in the eighties. It's funny. And he's, it's a he's funny show. I, I've watched it. It's I a know. great show. I love the show. In Philadelphia, they're based in Philly, right? That's the show? Yeah, they're based in Philly. They actually did a pro wrestling-themed episode once already mm. that they dedicated to the Ultimate Warrior after he passed away. Oh, wow. Um, where they had references to Hogan and Piper and Andre and guys and Jimmy Snuka and 80s guys. And one of the characters, the older brother, joined the, the amateur wrestling team at school but thought it was a pro wrestling team. So it didn't really work out for him. <laughs> yeah, no, he's funny, uh, that kid. He's like real hyper. The, the character is very funny. Yeah, no, I know the show. Yeah. It. And the guy that, uh, what's the actor's name? The big heavy guy plays the husband. He's a funny dude. He used to be Oh, Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland. He used to be on, uh, what's his name, from Seinfeld, the writer for Seinfeld, the funny guy. The show's coming back on HBO. Oh, the... Um, oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. He was Curb on there. Yeah. Was he on there, Garland? He's, uh, he's Larry's so, yeah. agent. 
Dennis, yeah. Dennis is trying to talk. Mike, let him talk. He runs everything here. What's that, Dennis? He's Larry's agent on That's the good. show. That's awesome. Great. No one cares. Okay, so... Uh, so Dennis just redeemed himself. No, he didn't. Not. He actually didn't. He did not redeem himself. Not really. I, listen, Mike, I'll be the judge of when he redeems himself. And okay. I can assure you, he did not redeem himself. Redeem himself. What do you mean? Right, no. It didn't happen. Let's go back on vacation while you figure it out. Uh, you can do whatever you want to do, sir. Don't think you're in the clear. How am I getting turned because on? Because I'm just telling you. Don't tell me he redeemed himself. I'll tell you when he redeems himself. How about that? I, I, I said, and I quote, he redeemed himself, dot, 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 will not really. Tell me about Goldberg. So Goldberg, there's a, there's a recurring character in the show who plays the school uh, gym coach. Huh. Uh, and Goldberg's going to be playing his older brother. That's cool. They're filming it right now. You think he'll have more lines than they showed in that clip yesterday on Raw of uh, HPK's lines? <laughs> that line was like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. That was the line, like the uh, little girl. It was weird. <laughs> okay, let me open the velvet room. Yeah, like, what was that? <laughs> Any crickets? I don't even know that 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 Listen, anything that's anything that's getting Willie Nelson money. I'm happy to see it coming uh, out. Willie's Love over. Willie he's over like Rover. Big pothead, by the way. Exactly. Right? You oh. know that? No, he's a big big weed guy. Did you know that? I know. Well, he has the he has the song. What song? Uh, Roll me up and smoke me when I die. Oh Lordy B. I, I didn't uh I didn't realize I didn't realize he had that song. I'm not a big uh, Willie Nelson um uh, you know Willie Nelson fan. Mm. I don't listen to a lot of his. Uh, you not know. a lot of country in Red Hook. Well, no, we don't do the country that much, but I did, I wasn't really that uh, familiar with this song. But, yeah, so he's a big... Well, well, what, what? What? This is a terrible segue, but we're going to go from country music to uh, one of our favorite cowboys. 73-year-old Terry Funk is getting back in the ring yet again. Oh, that's awesome. It he, is, he's out of his mind. I crazy. love him, Funk's and I'm done. scared for him all at the same time. No, he's, that guy is tougher than leather, as they say. Don't worry about Funk, dude. He'll uh... so he's got two dates announced in September for a group called Big Time Wrestling. They run uh, in the Northeast and, and in the uh, the Mid Atlantic region. They have a they have a date in North Carolina and a date in South Carolina. And Terry is going to be teaming with the Rock and Roll Express in a six man tag against Jerry Lawler, Brian Christopher, and Doug Gilbert. Oh my God, that's tremendous! I, like, there, there's more, there's oh. more, there's like cavalcade of stars here. Well, it's, I I, I, look, all those guys know how to work. That, that's for sure. They're all legitimate yeah. workers, but they were a little bit older. Um, how old is Funk? Did you say? Seventy-three. Wow. wow, wow. He was fifty-three when he won the ECW title twenty years ago, Jeez. and now he's seventy-three. Fifty-three. God, that's uh, what four years older than me. And he won each. Do you still have time to come back and win another world title? I know. I was just thinking that. I just said that. Wow, that's not a bad idea. Huh. I think Dennis would make a great sparring partner. As long as I get rid of the numbness throughout my hands and my leg, I'll maybe I should think about. It. I'm sure Funk had the same thing, but I mean, as long as you don't have to worry about your health and your quality of life, it'd be a great <laughs> idea. Exactly. So Funk is going to be wrestling. That's awesome, man. Support Terry Funk. You know, I love him. I love Terry. It was always just. Uh, a mentor for so many of us, and and in that ECW locker room, uh, he was a big, huge part of what what happened there and everything, and the positivity behind it. Uh, you know, I mean, the positive stuff that happened, as you know, Terry was a big influence on a lot of guys, and um, you know, always was always great to be around Terry. Uh, I, I used to love seeing him. So, and he's a great performer and a great wrestler. There's no doubt about that. Legend. Was it, was it intimidating to be around him when you were in the younger stage of your career? Yeah, a little bit. It was. Uh, it definitely was. Because of just so impressed by him and all he's succeeded at, um, it was a little bit. Yeah, I was in awe of him a little bit. And, I, I, you know, 
I wasn't like some diehard wrestling fan as a kid. I was a wrestling fan, but I knew Funk's history. And, yeah, and his brother and all that stuff. And I was, yeah, I was. Uh, early on, in, in uh, very early in ECW, I was like, ooh, ooh Terry Funk, you got Abdullah the Butcher here. You got, you know, Kevin Sullivan here. You got, you know, Don Morocco was there. Jimmy Snooker was there. I was like, you know, but Funk was, you know, Funk was Funk, you know. <laughs> he was always, he always giving that guy. Great guy. I mean, people don't realize what wrestlers, like, he really, you know, I'm sure he's still the same way, even though he's a little bit older. Because, you know, very intelligent. That's the thing with Funk. He's middle-aged and crazy. Well, now he's old-aged and crazy, but he was middle-aged and crazy. That was his gimmick, and the crazy, 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 but yet crazy like a fox. Very intelligent guy. I don't think a lot of people realize how smart he is. So Yeah. Um, you may have touched upon this, so if you did, I apologize. I missed a couple of minutes of the show in the mor- the, earlier. No, you didn't miss much. Um, big news for John Cena getting picked up. He's going to be one of the lead roles in the next Transformers film. This is a big deal. Did not and a talk big about story. it. I did not talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, well, really, t- do tell them. Go ahead. So, so obviously, everybody knows what the Transformers are. It was the Hasbro toy, toy robots change into cars and all that. It's turned into a film franchise. They've, the fifth, the fifth film is out right now. Transformers: Last Night. Mm. The next film is going to be a spinoff starring one of the heroic characters, Bumblebee, who's who is one of the one of the lead characters of, of the. The right. good Transformers. So who's playing Not that? Is, is B. Brian Blair playing that? Will you stop? <laughs> I don't know how I didn't make that line. Damn it. I'm jealous. That was good. And meanwhile, uh, Dennis is like, who's that? He has no idea who that is. Is he wrestling Jim in NXT? sitting he, to the side, yeah. kicking the ropes. Dennis is like, does he wrestle in NXT? I don't know him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Seth, and what Seth is like, and Seth knows. Seth's like, you don't know B. Brian Blair? What Seth Seth's probably saying something. He's getting written up for insubordination, this Hold guy. Hold on, wait. I think Dennis is going to talk. He's, no, he's going to Google it. How does Dennis not know that? He had the bumblebee tights. What a dope. <laughs> what a dope. Mass confusion. So, okay, Bean Barn Blair and Cena in Transformers. Right. So, John's going to be one of the male lead in the film. Right. Uh, based on reports. The Hollywood Reporter first broke it yesterday. This is a big deal. Uh, you know, John's obviously done a bunch of different films either WWE studio films or independent films, and he's had small roles in larger-scale films, like he was in the the Will Ferrell, Marky Mark movie, Daddy's Home. He had a cameo at the end of that. He's coming back to do another cameo in the sequel. But this is uh, Batista and Guardians of the Galaxy level important. Yeah. Because if this film does well, and most of the Transformers film have made money at the box office, it's going to raise John's awareness within the Hollywood community, a great amount. Mm. And as much as, John, you know, we've talked about John's in, John's out, John's taking time off, this really, in my opinion, will be the beginning of the end of John as a full-time performer for WWE. I think you might be right. I think you might be right. The lore of Hollywood and the amount of money that he can make without putting anywhere near the amount of stress on his body is unimaginable. Well, this is going to be, he's going to follow The Rock and he's going to follow Batista. I agree. And it, it's great we're getting John versus Shinsuke Nakamura tonight on SmackDown. Right. Because who knows where he's going to be in six months or eight months or in a year. That's right. Uh, we're really looking at the beginning of the end of John Cena, the wrestler. I think that's a great observation by you. And I completely agree. I did not know about the movie gimmick, to be honest. But, you know, I, 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 I do agree with everything you said. I think, and only because I know John. And uh, during, like, when he first came into WWE and spending time with him and stuff and just knowing him. Um, he's a very, uh, he's very easy to gravitate to. He's a likable guy. He's a winner. The way he acts on the air is kind, uh, is kind of who he is. Like, he's, he's a straight, he's um, a clean-cut guy. He's an intelligent guy. He's a witty guy. He makes eye contact with you. He's a likable person. 
I'm saying all this for a reason. Once he's around Hollywood, that to that level, and Transformers, and the way he'll jump off the screen and do such a great job, and the marketing he'll do behind the scenes, and the contacts he'll make behind the scenes will solidify and galvanize your point that he's going to be Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I'm not saying he's never going to wrestle again. Because, listen, The Rock comes back and dips his toe in the water every now and then. I'm sure John will do that, and I'm sure John does not want to be the guy who disappears completely from WWE. What I'm saying is we're looking at the beginning of the end of his career as a pro wrestler. He's going to go on to be something beyond pro wrestling. Good fan. He's worked very hard, you know what, and and as a wrestler and outside of wrestling as an actor and an on-air TV performer. So good for him. Whatever success he has, well-deserved. Now, I also found it interesting on Raw last night, they pretty much teased that if Brock Lesnar loses at SummerSlam, he yeah. and Paul Heyman are leaving WWE. Yes, which, yes. That is that is a great use of an old tried-and-true wrestling stipulation. Lose or leave town. Because people will believe, based on all the John Jones stories about Brock potentially going to fight John Bones Jones, Jones, that Brock's leaving and he's going to go fight. So that adds additional awareness and additional interest into the uh, the four-way at SummerSlam. So I got to say, well played by WWE on this. I, I agree with that completely. I was talking a little bit earlier about that, but I, that's why I want to ask you. I want to ask you a question when you came on. My producer didn't remind me, so I'll just remind myself. Um, so uh, okay, Raw last night. I don't know if you heard from any of your people backstage. Like, it, you know, they put that main event, the Triple Threat, in the crossover. Okay. And they put the final main event at, at you know into that eleven p going towards the eleven p.m. hour. As you know, big cast versus big show. Um, mm-hmm. Was there big any sleep? What's that? Big sleep. I yeah, I fell you. asleep on it. Was there any? No, I got you, man. Was there any? Did you hear of any scuttlebutt? Or was that main event changed? Were they always going to keep the triple threat in the crossover, or did they have plans to do that last? And somebody had to make a flight, or something happened, and there was no Brock. No Brock. I was surprised that Brock. I said this Brock earlier. Brock was gone right after that first segment. He that, left the building well, right that, after. That makes sense because I thought he and or Paul together or whatever should have been on color commentary at the very least during that triple threat match. I thought that would have been good if Brock would have been on there, you know, in, in doing something, not a run in, not physical stuff. Um, but to your point, I didn't realize that. It makes sense. I, I kept waiting for the cutaway where at least like they're backstage watching the monitor. Nothing. So something. Yeah, being that it's gone. It, it makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. That the three way happened in hour two, because what they've seen in recent weeks is hour three. I don't want to say collapses, but in compare in comparison to hours one and two, the viewership is nowhere near as as huge. Huh. So they've been putting the most important segment on in the second hour, and then the third hour. Not that it's not important, but it's sort of like a secondary main event. We've wow. seen that a couple of times in recent weeks. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. They gotta be careful with that. Uh, what else you got going on there? Same old stuff. Just uh, going to jump back in, start doing some writing, and uh, going to start uh, seeing what I can uncover leading into tonight's SmackDown on PWInsider.com. Oh, that's great. All right, but why don't you go ahead and do all your plugs, then we'll get you out of here. How about that? Right, I'm, I'm a little rusty at this. Oh, yeah. I, let's, so, let's see. I, you're a ham, so I think you'll be able to handle it. <laughs> all right. If everybody likes what you heard here, you can check us out at PWInsider.com. And, ah, oh, I like it. There it is. You can check us out at PWInsiderElite.com for complete ad-free subscription service, which includes tons <laughs> of audio and discussion of professional wrestling at PWInsiderElite.com. You can check it out for three days free. And you can follow me on Twitter at MikePWInsider. And I want to thank everybody. And Dennis, all is forgiven. We love you, buddy. Well, don't love speak you, for Mike. me. Speak for yourself. All um, right. 
Everybody but Taz loves you, Dennis. <laughs> he knows. Hot Water Jones. All right, listen, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Mike Johnson, you're the man. I appreciate it. Sorry for last week. Uh, no, I don't. It's all right. I went back to sleep and got an extra hour. I Stooge like him. the fact that you buried Dennis on the air and stooged him off. That was nice. I'm sure he appreciated oh, that. I, I do what I can. Yeah, that's a good job. It's all, it's all about making you pop, Taz. I hear you. Well, I did <laughs> in a different way. All right, Mike all right, Johnson. Good thanks. moment, everybody. All right, good moment, my friend. Take care. Mike Johnson, get rid of him, please. Enough. All right, there you go. Mike Johnson. Oh, watch that. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate you, buddy. Mike knows I'm kidding. Why would you do that to Mike? Dude, why would that happen? I, it's not right. Mike's a loyal guy to this show. I love my, having Mike on. And then last week, the freaking guy, he's sitting in his living room with his Skype equipment ready to go. And, and I got him out of box. What is going on here? I didn't even know the guy was sitting there. It's on me. On that note, Tasha, we'll be right back. We'll be on Facebook Live on Celebration. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, yeah, fourth quarter city here, Taz Show, Tuesday edition. I've uh, been talking some Monday Night Raw. We had Mike Johnson on the uh, segment prior, right? We did uh, Skype with uh, Mike, and, uh, you know, he did his PW Insider Report. For those that are just joining us right now, we're on Facebook Live. Okay, you might not be knowing what's going on here. I'm going to smart you up because Mike Johnson is still on the show on Skype. This is the first. And we're going to get to that in a second with Mike. And there's a reason why I requested for Mike to come back on in the segment. And again, we are on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So if you want to check out the show there, you can. And hello, everybody on the gimmick chat, by the way. I just put a note in there at uh, tazshow.com. You guys can chat up amongst each other about the whole two-hour broadcast of my daily show. Now... Uh, before I touch on a couple little thoughts on Raw, I, I got to bring Mike Johnson back in here via Skype, okay, because there's a little, um, once we went off the air and went to the break, after you, Mike, were on, and, you know, as you can imagine, I was getting into a whole lambasting and getting angry at Dennis Jones because apparently, again, those that are just joining the show right now, Mike was supposed to be on last week here on the Taz Show in his regular Tuesday spot. And I was told from my producer, Dennis Jones, that Mike Johnson is still on vacation and he'll be back next week, meaning today, August 1st. I'm like, all right, no problem. But then when Mike came on today, he buried Dennis and said, oh, yeah, thanks for letting me sit around, uh, you know, with my foot up my ass because... I was supposed to be on the show, and I wasn't on, meaning Mike Johnson. That's what you said, basically, right, Mike? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> so now uh, we go to break, right, Mike? This is what happened behind the scenes here at the Taz Show. Mm-hmm. See, I set the table, so this is why I win awards. So here's the thing. We go to break. It, we go to <laughs> go to break. And, of course, I'm all over Dennis Jones. I mean, I'm just beating him. Mother, why would you do that to a guest, you son of a bitch bastard, you prick? I'm calling him every name of the book, right? Mm-hmm. And then he just buries you and basically says... Buries me? You, you, Mike Johnson. And I'll let Dennis speak. Give, yeah, you take the floor, Dennis. So, Mike, when uh, we'd reached out uh, a while ago... You actually, you were the first one to reach out, and you were like, "Hey, I'm I'm headed I'm headed out west. I'm doing a couple things." Um, 
mm-hmm. and, and you listed the dates. And mm-hmm. Taz said, all right, no problem. Like, we won't have you on. Enjoy your vacation for those. Mm-hmm. No problem. Within that text, uh, the email, you said, I fly back on the 23rd, and I'll be av- and I'll be available on the 27th. Last Tuesday's show was the twenty fifth, so well now you know why I failed. Well now you know well one now you know how I why I failed math. Wow. But that also does not explain why I received a text from one Mister Dennis at seven fifty six that morning that reads, "Hey Mike, wasn't sure if you're still on vacation, so we're gonna skip Skype this week and have you back next week." To which I responded immediately at seven fifty seven. Oh, you did. You absolutely. I am home, but okay. Going to go back to bed. Oh, and then he wow. wrote. Then Dennis wrote back. Ha ha! I thought so, but he didn't agree. So Taz, Dennis threw you under the bus. <laughs> said it was no. your fault on the text. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a second. Let me get this straight. So Dennis said he <laughs> thought I was back, but you didn't, mm. and that's why at 7:56 last week I had to go back to bed as opposed to being on the Skype. Sitting here with my very well-preserved Taz shirt, all coiffed and ready to go, and have a nice conversation, some dialogue with you, some intellectual discussion. And instead, Dennis said, no, Taz thinks you're still on vacation, so we can't do it. I didn't I say China. can't. I didn't say can't. Okay, okay, okay. I wait, said we'll skip it. Wait a minute. I just, I, 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 have a, I have a problem. See, now this is like I have issues in my administration. This is what's going on here. This is the problem. He's the mooch, not me. I love China. (laughs) Mooch is a good dude. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, Dennis, you, sir, I'm going to give you some advice, okay? Manly advice. Okay. You need to probably button your lip for a little while here, okay? You got it. That's probably the first thing you need to do. Okay, now, Mike, uh, I am not privy to the email exchange with the producer and any guest, weekly or daily, whatever guest, I Would you like off. a screenshot? I can no, text it to you no, right now. No, no, I'm too busy. No, no. no okay. I love you. I love you. I know, but I no. That's Dennis's job. They pay him to do these things. And I don't do that. Now, I didn't know I didn't know this. Dennis, did you tell me this? Like I I uh, uh during the because now everything's full disclosure here, I guess. On Tuesday, I mean now listen, now Mike, in defense to the show here, Mike. I actually I had a typo. I, I, I screwed up the date. I was I should have wrote twenty fifth. Okay, so we know you're wrong. Okay, oh, we I'm know- 100% wrong on that one. I'm not denying it. Yes. Now, the thing is, you have to understand, when you're in a text dialogue exchange with anyone on the show, Dennis, me, Anthony, Cowboy, whoever, it doesn't matter. Um, Cowboy. When that happens at times that are like, you know, 6.57 or 6.58 and we're about to go live... Or 7.57 and we're in the middle of the show, eh, things can get a little fugazi. I'm just telling you. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, it, I understand. It's live production. It is live production. So, And, you know, we don't have a giant staff here. So uh, you're telling me that you got a text from Dennis at what time? Uh, 7.56. So you guys must have been on break about to go back on the air. Yeah. So during break, I either walk out of here and get yelled at by my boss or I hide under the desk or I go take a leak. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know what I was doing at that date, on that date, but you're telling me that I was the one who said you shouldn't come on? Is that what you're saying to me, Mike? Well, I, I was coming on and Dennis said, you know, 
we're not sure. I wasn't sure if you're still on vacation, so we're going to skip Skype this week and have you back next week. And I responded, I'm okay. I am home, but okay. Going back to bed. LOL. And he wrote back, ha ha. I thought so. He didn't agree. Hold on. Why, why would he say I week. thought so? Dennis, why would you say I thought so if you if you thought the guy was coming back the 27th? Because, no, he flew back on the 23rd. So, obviously, he's back in New York, and he'll be available on the 27th. So, who knows? Maybe he had personal stuff. So, I knew he was in the area, but I thought, like, maybe he had st- other stuff to do the, in the four about days. The, am I the pronoun? The he? Is yeah, that no, me? you are. Taz, it should say, Taz didn't think so. He pronouns you, Taz. Hold on a minute. Taz didn't think what? That he was back? Correct. Okay, so then that's then what's the problem, Mike? The problem is he's putting you under the bus. He's saying, no, I know you're no. here. But no, he didn't put me here. under the bus. I thought that you said that Dennis said. Um, Not today. I thought you said that Dennis said that <laughs> I was in the loop and that I didn't want you to come on yet last oh, week. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't insinuate that at all. I don't want you to think well, that. Well, you kind of implied that I was in the loop like he threw me into the bus. I didn't know that. I had no clue. I thought Dennis threw you under the bus. I didn't think you were at fault. No, I, I listen, any chance I can try to <laughs> ca- to catch Dennis doing something wrong, believe me, I'm in. But okay. I, I got to say, in this one here, I don't think he's in the wrong. I got to tell you, I got to have his back. I'm just letting you know that. Seriously. I, I'm I just saying. I, I'm just saying. I was ready. Yeah, but then you see now you're you le- you're leaving out all we we've delved deep into the layers of this friggin' issue here, and now you're hitting me what you were ready, and that's kind of like, come on, buddy, nice try. You know, I know you were ready, and I appreciate that, but please, that's laughter. That that that's that's comical. Come on, you're changing the subject. Put yourself over. Right? You called me. Hey, listen, please don't don't lose the facts. You called me trying to bury me. Now, who's what? Just now? I didn't yes. try to bury. Listen, dude, I ain't trying to bury you. Dennis wanted to bury me and save his ass so he could have his bagels back. No, Dennis. Dennis this is merely an investigative case. De- that's all right. Dennis is right. This was not anyone trying to bury you. I just felt like, well, Mike Johnson's a reporter. And he doesn't know the difference between the 25th and the 27th. And then you threw my producer under the bus and said, well, I was producer should have known. Why hold would on. I say I'd come on no, a hold Thursday? On. Hold anyway. on. No, but, well, I don't know. He can't sit here and figure out the, the way you, you have didn't to say. Think. You said available. So that made it sound like you had something to do. Mike, you know, you got to realize, sir, this guy's busy. You can't. You, the show is bigger than Mike Johnson. I got to be honest. So you're thinking, well, wait a minute. Uh, you you come on the air live and bury the producer of the show. I, and now what do I do? Because I'm going to take care of my guest. I'm going to bury Dennis with you. Okay, all so, right. but then when we go to break, I'm like, and then I'm all over Dennis. He's like, well, hold on a minute. 25th, 27th. I'm like, oh, And next thing you know, guess who's in the crosshairs? Mike Johnson's in the crosshairs. Exactly. Oh. Crosshairs, right feel, free to, feel free to keep the bagels from me then. Uh, well, you seem like him, where you really don't give a rat's ass ever. Either. No, I do give a rat's ass. I feel like we're wasting a lot of time on your show here. Listen, this is my show, sir, okay? And that's what I do. I waste time for every day. I mean, it's just the Taz show. I don't come on here and say, all right, segment one and roll was this. All right, segment three and roll was this. All right, segment four and ring of honor was this. I don't do that. That's not what I do. I communicate with my people. We have a conversation. That's what we do here. And I'm doing that with you. I wanted to make sure everything was copacetic. Me and you, Mike, and Dennis. Now we are good. Okay? We're all good. We good now? I'll see you on the 27th. Okay, pal. Take care. (laughs) That's Mike Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for coming on. Mike Johnson, the one and only. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. 
that it's at the end of the day, it does come down to this being kind of your fault. You need to get your together. Don't ever pronoun me, sir, and don't use my name towards anyone or a pronoun about me in a text to anybody. Why don't you do I don't do that to you. Okay. Well, I wouldn't know. But I, when I text Seth, do I not copy you on the text? About uh, you when most, it's about you? Most of them, yes. Because I have full disclosure. No, that's not true. Uh, you know, Tess and I were talking about you. <laughs> Oh, great. Hooray. That's, that's hey, that's my line. <laughs> Excuse me. Ah, uh, Jesus. Why are we not on Facebook Live? What's wrong here? Jeez, hold on, folks. I got to fix this. Dennis, are we on Facebook Live? Oh, there it is. It's working. Oh, my bad. Um, and you got new internets, too. I don't know what the hell's going on. Look, you know, Jay Munez, uh, Facebook Live. It's uh, <laughs> funny. Mike's going to cry himself to sleep now. Watch. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're wasting a lot of time on your show. <laughs> he obviously doesn't know about the Taz show. <laughs> Fourth quarter. <laughs> Fourth quarter. You never know. Waste time. I'll sit here and talk about whatever. <laughs> Tell you what I don't want to talk about is uh, someone sent me a message about the ring music for uh, the new ring music. Who was it? Was it on... Um, might have been the gimmick chat. I can't remember. Maybe it was. It may have been Shano from um, from England. He says something. Oh, yeah. Here it is. <coughs> Excuse me. On the gimmick chat. Taz, what do you think of Jason Jordan and Big Cass' new entrance themes on Raw last night? Uh, I don't like either uh, at all. Um, I don't like either at all. I think Big Cass's music is a little bit better than it was. A little bit better, for sure. Um... I, I, I'm not crazy about it. The, the Jason Jordan one I really don't like it, it just sounds so I couldn't put my finger on it It sounds like something You know like you could get like music Or like remember back in the day with cell phones You can get ringtones that were like not music Just generic number seven Yeah and it was like Like computerized hey, yeah, You remember that I do They were. I was actually just talking about this with my friends this weekend I used to have a really crappy one that was like that's what I'm talking about. That's what it sounds like. Did you hear Jason Jordan's music uh, yesterday, Dennis? I mean, uh, Anthony? It it sounded like just like they went on some generic tracks place and was like, we need something patriotic. That's yeah. <laughs> actually, well actually, you know, he, he makes a good point. I mean, thank you, Ant. You're, you're correct. Um, thanks, Ant. Uh, so anyway, come on, Dennis. Jeez. Um, so uh, you know. Uh, I, I do I I like Cass's music better than than um, than uh, Jordan's though. The, the Jordan music is bad. I mean, you know, he's a young-looking guy, really good shape. I mean, come on, give him something with some bite, really. Um, and by the way, anybody on Facebook Live that didn't catch like the first segment, I don't know when I went in that whole diatribe, Dennis, some um, about uh, about Jason Jordan and how they should turn him heel and what they should do with him. Was Top of the second one? quarter. Second quarter, second segment. You guys should uh, check it out. If you didn't check it out, I think you'll like it. If you didn't hear it, I should say live. I think you'll like uh, what I was saying. You might, you might like it. You might disagree, but that's fine. Um, but you should definitely give it a shot. You did give. A, did you give a thought on that? Uh, what I was saying about Jordan with the heel turn and how um, he should constantly feel like you talked about the vignette that I talked about. That, that was a great do. idea. But you know where they should go where they, Jason Jordan 
ends up snapping and turning the heel because he feels like he's pressured to be like his dad, Kurt Angle. You know, to be as good as his dad. You know, it's not that Kurt's putting the pressure on him. It's not that the fans are putting the pressure on him. It's that that he, Jason Jordan's putting the pressure on himself, which in turn makes him kind of go off the deep edge and turn into a real douche. A uh, heel, bad guy Jones. That's what I think should happen. Um, you know, so that's how I would uh, do that. Um, so, do you have a thought or opinion on that? I think it's a phenomenal idea, and you could really play it because Miz said it last night too. He's like, you really barnacle off. Uh, well, he didn't say barnacle, but hold on. Speaking of the word barnacle, I want to interrupt you. There's a person on here on Facebook Live. I'm not going to say his name, uh, and basically plugs something for his thing here. <laughs> Like, you know, really, dude, I mean, Turd. have a little pride. Like, you know, like, you think my audience is going to jump on what you put out there, dude, for your thing that you're doing? Stop. Come on. Be better than that, man. Really. And I'm not going to put your name over. I'm not going to say nothing. But you know who you are. I mean, come on. It's just, that's a barnacle move from jump. You know what? I mean, jeez. I, I feel guilty when I have the social media team, when they put out tweets, if, if, if we utilize hashtags for WWE during the show. But it's so people that are watching the show know that I'm going to react to SmackDown or Raw. You know what I mean? Uh, again, Dennis, I'm sorry. You were saying something that wasn't important, was it? Well, I'll pivot off of that. You were just talking about hashtags, and I have something for you. Kaz oh. is trending. Oh, trending. Trending, trending. Yep. Yep, yep. That's Jason Jordan's music. Test one, two. Exactly. People think, oh, God, my, why is my podcast looping? Seth was like, what? The podcast is looping? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Edna! He's calling Edna, right? What's he doing? Well, no. Maybe uh, hello, Edna. <laughs> We've got an issue with uh, the Tasho podcast. Um, there seems to be a looping issue. Can you um, can you loop me into the email? Pun intended. <laughs> What a hooray, hoot! Hooray! Hooray! What a hoot! <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, we are trending. That's awesome. Uh, thank you guys for getting the show trending. That's awesome. Trending, trending. Yes, trending. One, two, one, two, three, four. Awesome. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel right without the the sound effects. You got to have a little marching band. They come. They always walk by. Up. Oh, that's what I envisioned in my. Oh. Effed up mind. It's like when we tread right here. Parade down the it's hall. It's just like a little, like little tiny people. Not even people. They're like little. What are they? Uh, let's just say they're mice. Not Ooh. mice. Like maybe little spider monkeys. Ha! And they're spider monkeys that are walking around. And they're like a little monster band. They go walking around the floor. The Tasho is trending. You know they're doing that whole thing. That'd be great. What do you think? It should be spider monkeys? I think it should be a whole zoo. Because I, for some reason, I've got a, an image of an elephant what, playing a, a trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe you get like a little... Uh... And like an octopus plays the cymbals because yeah. he's got the long arms. <laughs> Tentacles, rather. Yeah, just keeps on going. Bop, 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 bop. You want to talk about wasting time, Mike Johnson? Ha-ha! <laughs> I'll talk about trending for 10 minutes. <laughs> Kidding me? The office doesn't understand where the show works. Pissed me off, Mike Johnson, a little bit. I gotta be honest with you. Try to throw you under the bus. How dare you bury my producer? Only I bury my producer. Nerd! Damn right. Yeah. That's right. Thanks for having my back. Hey, yeah, that wasn't cool, right, by Mike? Completely. I actually was turning against Dennis, too. And then I was like, hold on. It's so easy to turn on Dennis, though. That's why. 100%. The audience would 
burying Dennis, like on Facebook Live, not Facebook, on Twitter, on the gimmick chat. I mean, burial city. And then I got you over again as a baby face, though, Dennis. Don't worry about it, bro. Got you back over. I appreciate I don't know if I like being a baby face, though, but I appreciate your efforts. You did just be honest. Don't try to play a character. Lord knows you can't even produce the show. So don't try too hard to do too many things. You, you finish strong here. You got a few minutes left in the show. Hopefully there's no problem. And, and you know, and you're good. Seriously. And I got to say, I got to bring this up to you. One thing on the technical side. Note. Now, by the way, I love all the thumbs up on the Facebook Live. Thank you for the big blue thumbs up. So I got to say, for a long time with all different producers here on the Taz Show, we've had a lot of technical issues. Since you've been a producer, we have had a much, a gigantic drop in the audio tech issues. So, I thought you were going to go the other way, so no, I appreciate no, no, that. No, 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 I need to, I need to push over because that for a host is a live when you do a live show, as you know, when you don't have that stress of oh man, the audio is going to crap out or there's a problem or the mix. So sometimes what you do with music and that it breaks. I want to beat the living out of you but that's a whole nother story uh, it's okay but what i'm saying is uh, that'll be better but but the thing is from a technical standpoint you you are running the game over there you're doing a good job so you know yes you are a the next big thing in radio you feel like you're a co-host you think you're a star now you have groupies girls all over the country that follow you around because you're mm -hmm. a uh, a video web show live show co-host and producer i understand but at the end of the day from a technical standpoint, you do a pretty good job. Uh, James Hill, Facebook Live. Hey, Taz, love the shirt. Hey, James, I uh, love you. Uh, no, James, I'm kidding. I don't love you. I don't really know you. But I'll tell you, I am running the game. I'm running the game. And that's what this shirt says. Uh, running the game right here. Okay, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com. Uh, and put the search bar TAZ. Yes, Dennis. Well, while you're there, you might as well get one of the new spitballing shirts. In there it the, is. In the cool blue. Hold with... up a little higher, sir. Are we good? Yeah. Uh, see, look. So, see, the the ink, how it's distressed. This is like a. It, it, it doesn't look orange on the video stream because I don't even know if we're in high def with this. What we do here. I don't even know what this is. But I know <laughs> it, it's like more of an orange than it is. It looks kind of pinkish, right? But it's more of an orange. It's like kind of a and it's gold in there, athletic gold, with white. So it's a three color job, spitballing, and there it is, right there, distressed, a vintage look. That. Blue, that color blue shirt is such a unique blue that that Pro Wrestling Tees put that on. Uh, we're very happy with that here on the Taz Show. So uh, you can get all that at Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, Shill Jones right here. Yeah, that's what we do here. Shill Jones. Uh, oh, one of the favorite Taz Show uh, listeners and supporters. The Chan Man, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, house? Taz, Lumberjack, love you both. What's going on, pal? Love you. You two are my favorite people in the world. Just wanted to say that real quick. And what about Ann? What about your wife? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was great. Oh, that was a good one. Now you finally <laughs> redeemed yourself. Oh. 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 <laughs> we don't what just happened. Sorry. I teleported. Freaking sound effects door downstairs. Uh, Chairman, how can I help you? You two are my favorite men in the world. My, my okay. wife is my favorite woman. How about She's that? your favorite baby doll. My baby yeah. boo. My woman boo. What do they call girls now? Boo? What is that? That's a new thing? Used to be boo. sweetie back in my day. Sweetie! Yeah, I would say boo boo. Oh, yeah? Do you boo boo? <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> Wait, see, now Dennis is getting all like urban now, which is awkward. You do you boo boo. 
Once Dennis starts getting like like urban, hey, yeah, right or wrong, it gets a little weird, right? He gets a little, yeah, a little. Uh, he gets a little urban and like stuff. Like streetwalker weird. Yeah, he gets. Oh, whoa! What I what I do away from the Taz show is none of your business. Oh, Aunt. that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of awkward watching you. Uh, well, just basically, Dennis, it's kind of awkward just basically watching you. Uh, so, Chairman, uh, how can I help you? <laughs> and, I, and yes, I do love Ant and I do love Cowboy. But I wanted to uh, talk about uh, the theme songs in WWE. You guys were just talking about it a few minutes ago. Um, but man, just lately it's been uh, horrendous. Like Lana, mm. Jason Jordan, Cat mm. theme songs. Uh, like, um, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about with the. Yeah. It sounds like it's like pure keyboard. It doesn't sound yeah. like actual instruments. I don't, I don't what's like going that on, dude. And I'm fine if they did some kind of an electrical type music, like, you know, new style, like, uh, what do you call that, uh, what the kids are listening to today? Like techno? That's for the. EDM? Yeah, EDM. Yeah, EDM. Yeah, like that yeah. kind of, like, I, I mean, I'm fine. Like, if it's kind of let like that kind of EDM feel, I know what that is. I'm well, on top of it all. I mean, I'm not. You know, uh, but I, I don't, I don't, uh, it just doesn't sound, um, it just doesn't sound, it doesn't sound, it's not grabbing me, you know, it's not catchy, it's not, you need something, yeah. if it's going to be computerized or, you know, EDM-esque, it needs to feel right. See that right there, Chairman? See that? Yeah. See what I'm saying? It's a little distorted on the drums. Just put over Dennis, how good of an audio guy he is, and just <laughs> the bed. Um, yeah. All right, Chan, what else is going on, buddy? Oh, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, Seth Rollins, too, his theme song yesterday, uh, it had a chance to be badass, and, uh, in the song, it goes, Bad <laughs> And then after that, there was no more singing. That's it. Who's that? Seth, just... Seth Rollins? You know, bro, Ignacio Vasquez on the Facebook Live chat, man, because Chan loves himself. Oof, oof, oof. Wow, just got buried. Um, what's <laughs> this? Laugh. He just laughs. I love it. <laughs> oh, he's right. He's right. He's right. <laughs> you should love yourself, Chan. You should. I you know. I love myself, right. and if I don't love myself, then that's a problem. It's uh, there's mental health issues out there. You oh, gotta boy. love yourself. That's right. You do, Chan. On that note, I'm in the fifth quarter, and I gotta go. Uh, Chan, I appreciate you calling, big guy. I love you both. You guys have a great day. Chan, we you love you, and you love you too. All right. <laughs> love you. <laughs> See you, Chan. Man, be good, buddy. The chairman, ladies and gentlemen, out in Los Angeles. Yes. Well, you hit him with a good line there. You love us. What about your wife? It was good. It's a good line. It's true. This is why women like you, because you care. You think of women first. That's how you are. Well, food first, women second. True. True. Uh, by the way, uh, any more updates uh, from uh, Rebecca? What's her name? Danielle. No, nothing, right? Besides the rent money? Yeah, we had a brief conversation yesterday. Mm-mm-mm. Just wants the rent money. Yeah, not but, good. Not, what do you mean? Like, you can? Is there any info you want to share? You don't have to. I mean, that's just I put you on the spot. Uh, what do you mean? No, it's just uh, you know, they're they're indifferent. The conversation, which is not a good spot to be in. You're trying to get more money out of them, like you, you put a vig on it on the rent. Yeah, I'm trying to tell them, hey, a uh, little light in the load here, yeah, sister. I hear you. Um, look, real quick before I go, on Raw, I want to bring one thing up. I forgot to do it earlier. It was about Bray Wyatt's promo. I was a little surprised he hit, the, like, a heel line. Like, he, he kind of buried the town there of Pittsburgh. Like, uh, like in his character, I, I'm sure he's done this before. I don't remember it. It was kind of weird for me. It was kind of like an old-school heel-esque type of thing that a heel would do 
where this guy Bray, his promos are usually a little more deeper and dark and like that's the whole shtick and the you know it's uh, very uh, not satanic but you know what, what's the word I'm looking demonic. for demonic demonic you know like that and I was surprised that he did that like but I guess he really they really had him do that to help get that right reaction for when they hit the heartbeat and we see Bray Wyatt now I'm sorry um uh, not Bray Wyatt Finn Balor now the thing is. I popped, like, oh, we're going to see the demon, the demon. But they didn't give you the full demon. They gave you a little bit of heartbeat sound, and they gave you the lights. And everybody's like, oh, boy, Taz is coming out. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. No, no, no. So uh, he got a much better push than me. And uh, and then you see Finn in his Dean uh, leather jacket, Dean Jones, whatever his name was. Uh, James, James Dean. Dean. Yeah, Dean Jones. And uh, I think the demon's coming. I think at SummerSlam, we'll see it. I said that last week. This will bring out the demon out of Finn Balor, this demonic stuff by, you know, uh, what's his name there? Um, uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, thank you. So, um, I mean, I'm not knocking Bray's promo. I just was a little surprised he went that heel right, but I, maybe, I, they must have told him to do that. Um, we'll see. So uh, so that's the deal. Uh, on that note, I, I think I got to go. I mean, I got, I got things to do, uh, you know. I got a wrap. We're in the fifth quarter, three minutes in, and, um, you know, I think that's really it. I mean, I think we probably won't be able to get Mike Johnson on ever again. I think that ship has sailed. That didn't end well. I kind of yelled at him, and I went into a hole with him, you know. Probably going on a uh, permanent vacation. So, we'll see. Yep, well, I don't know. What else we got? We're wrapping up here. This might take a few minutes. Um... That air action, huh? Uh, oh, no, not that. No, nah, not today. Hmm. Are we still trending? As far as I can see, we are. Oh, I might want to wrap up. <laughs> and then I. Taz is still ah! trending. <laughs> yeah. Still trending. Still trending. Mm-mm-mm. Awesome. Oh. Uh, no, not that. Um, I guess that's it. Hey, anything else? You got anything to add? Um, no. No one cares. Awesome. I think, yeah, we're good here. I mean, God, for five days, we got nothing to say. Um, yeah. Two really big good. SmackDown matchups tonight. I know. The Cena and the Knock. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, U.S. Championship match. That's right. My bad. Should be good. I think SmackDown should be good. But I, I got, what's the matter? I don't know. There's a butt. Oh, ooh. <laughs> uh, that's right. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens. I forgot about that champ- U.S. Championship match. But the thing is, I, I got to check out some uh, Ahmed Rosario. For, uh, I knew it. Coming up from the Mets that I got to watch him. I, gotta, I wonder if he's going to wear number one. What number is he wearing there, Ant? Do you know? Actually, I, I'm not even sure. I, I don't even know. I think he wore 21 or. No, he wore one. In the minors? In the minors. But then when he played for the 51s, he played for the Las Vegas 51s. He didn't wear one there. What the hell did he wear? Drawing a blank. I don't think anyone has one right now in the Mets, so... I think you're right. I think that, you're right. that might be his number. I'm not a fan of the number one. I'm not. But, um, you know, I like that a lot of players now are using the higher numbers. I like that. Yankees, I think I talked about this. What's his name? My Redhead Jones Frazier. What's his name? Clint. He's rocking the 77 because he had 30, which is Willie Randolph's number. And now the pitcher has 30. What's his name? David Robertson. David Robertson. And so now they, what's his name? Uh, uh, Clint Frazier is rocking a 77, which is a legit number. I 
told you that was my kid's high school number in lacrosse. Um, it's a legit number, but the 77 looks good in those Yankee font, that full block athletic font they use. Dude, you're not impressed. I know my Yankee history dropping Willie Randolph's name and geez, love Willie. No, I mean, well, and also a Met manager, so of course, he's from so Brooklyn, you're... bro. Willie's from Brooklyn. I did not know that. Yeah, GTS that before we wrap up. I'm 99% sure. I guess you got me doubting myself. You're a Yankee fan, you don't really know about the Yankees, but that's a whole nother story. Um, what else we got? Yeah, so we got the uh, oh, look at this SmackDown, SmackDown tonight, folks. <laughs> look at this SmackDown will come to you live from Cleveland, Ohio, from the Quicken Loans Arena. <laughs> One of the great sponsors of the Taz Show. Yes, make sure to get started. You go to rocketmortgage.com/slash TAZ. Yeah, so when you watch SmackDown live tonight. You could think of the Taz show from the Quicken Loans Arena. You're damn right. I wonder if they'll mention my show on Smack. No, maybe not. We'll see. You got the Willie Randolph info? He went to uh, Samuel J. Tilden High School. Tilden. Tilden. Uh, in, yeah, go ahead, continue. Go ahead. He grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Thank you. Thank you. He was a star athlete drafted by the Pirates in the seventh yes. round. You know who else was a star athlete uh, out of Brooklyn High School's uh, a me. Yes. Lou Sass. Lou Sass, that's right. <laughs> yes. And uh, I guess we're wrapping here. We're done. Wind down, Jones. That's just about it. I think it's a wrap. Taz show's done for today. Uh, tomorrow, um, yeah, we'll talk. And uh, Jeffrey Grass, Facebook Live. Wonder if they'll remove Taz show signs. You know, Jeff. I got to tell you, pal, it's been a while since I've seen Taz Show signs. We had, you, all, you, the fans of the show, remember, we had tons every week, it seemed, like a lot of weeks in a row, on Raw, we'd see Taz Show signs. I'm starting to think that we're getting some, you know what I mean? <laughs> some security taking Taz Show signs away because they're not around anymore. Chunks. You know? They're not. They're not around. What are you nuts? I'm telling you. Would you say jerks? Yeah. Not the fans, the uh, security team. Yeah, they're jerks. That's right. Yeah. Well, what's the Harmon Attash show sign? Well, it's promotion, that's all. Same reason why I get mad out here and my bosses get mad if someone comes on the show and promotes something that's not paying for advertising. It's the same thing. They don't want to have, you know, my show get advertising to their gigantic mass sea of humanity audience. Well, I have a huge audience here, but it's nowhere near the size of the raw audience. Smackdown. You know what I mean? So that's... Do you not know this, dude? I gotta like, tell you? Nah, I get it, but it's... <sighs> Jay Moon, yeah, is Facebook Live gonna get the whole show tomorrow? No. No, buddy. Nope. That was rude to ask. No. <clears throat> no, he's probably new to the deal. No, I'll give you enough um, free free stuff here. So. Right, any, uh, Michael Luce, why not? Why not what? Why why not the whole show? Because, you, you know, when, when this show potentially goes behind a subscription wall then you could pay for it and you'll get the whole show on facebook live i mean you would it with a code i mean what do you want me to tell you dude i mean i, I work here I, why not 
unbelievable. You guys are too much. Uh, stop. Give them an inch and they take a mile. It's like you at a friggin' uh, buffet. Yeah, no, people... I walk into a Golden Corral and they're like, oh, no. You gotta be a no. killer, bro. You gotta be a, just an ass-kicking machine at a... Uh, and if they have a dessert area, oh, Lord. Little known secret, you hit the dessert buffet first. Just to wet the whistle, get the Why sweets you in Why? you. Really? Just to get the sweets, just a little bit. Really? No, and then you hit it back again on the back end. Yeah, you but double you gotta, up. You have the sweets after. Double jack, double barrel jones. Gotta double the sweets. You get a little brownie treat to start. Then you hit the meats hard. So Leave the veggies for the girls. Double barrel, <laughs> double barrel on the sweets. Interesting. How do you think I keep this figure? Sloppy figure you have? I don't know. Watch a lot of Animal Planet. I do what the do what the pigs oh do. Uh, I guess that's it. Um, NFL training camp getting underway. I've been all over it. I feel like you're a big training camp I guy. really am, yeah. I really am. I've been all over it. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but... <laughs> no, I've been watching it. I, I watch it on the NFL Network. I'm like, uh, you know, I uh, I watch too much of it. And, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I still miss when I played. I haven't played the game in years. And, you know, you, you played. You were the top linebacker out of your county in high school. And, um, you know, uh, you know that smell of the grass this time of year, you think of camp, football camp, running laps, sweating your ass off, you can't breathe. I remember just at camp, going into the cafeteria, just flip-flop Jones, shorts, you just Gatorade, hydrate up, you get some good food, go back to the dorm, lay down, sleep for an hour until that second session, two-a-day Jones. The morning session was always the hottest. You know what I mean? Ugh. I miss it, but I don't. You know what I mean? No, why don't you miss it? That's what, such a... What do you mean, why don't I miss it? Yeah, why wouldn't you miss that? Why? Have some real I get, team... Well, I mean, no, you went on to... I get gassed. You run it. It was too much running, bro. You know, what was the... Uh, what did you guys do? Gassers? We did gassers. We did crabs. Oh. You know crabs, right? <laughs> well, yeah. No, not, yeah. not, not, not what Anthony gets in the <laughs> dumpster in Staten Island. Not those type crabs. We're talking about different crabs here, folks. Uh um, <laughs> Crabs, dude. All the way. Forward, backwards, sideways, everything. Crabs, um, which just killed your body. Uh, gassers, we do Indian runs. Indian runs. Hated yeah. Indian runs. It's probably not PC anymore to say that. We do um, Native, Native American, American runs. runs. Native American runs. Tatanka runs. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that don't know, oh, by the way, Brent uh, Brent Bustler on uh, Facebook Live, he just says, Newberg! <laughs> With all exclamation points. One of the best promos Orange County's seen in years. Damn right. Yeah, imagine they like used me like before to get on the games now <laughs> on the PA system. I might I might send the audio to Monroe Woodbury High School. You Guys, pull- when you play this fall, <laughs> just Dude, play this. People would pop. Oh, they go nuts. Well, they had Rick Flair that had the audio for uh, the Carolina Panthers or something like that, right? Or something. He uh, well, he bounces around. Whoever whoever's the hot team. He always ends up right around just before playoffs start. He'll so like, Rick's doing it for that, and I'm doing it for 
you know. For the love of the game. Orange County High School. What's the name of your high school? Monroe Woodbury, the Crusaders. What's the name? Matt Staub? Matt Stack. It's Matt Stack. The great Matt Stack. Look, Joseph Bowman right there. He goes, what's the quarterback's name again? He just, (laughs) Matt Stack, bro, legend. Best triple option quarterback you've seen. Yo, yo, if if we do like, if I have pro wrestling tees and we talk and we do a Matt Stack t-shirt, am I going to have to give this guy a VIG? Am I going to have to give him like a percentage? Is he going to like send a cease and desist letter at me? No, oh we'd you God. know we'd give him a couple free ones and then uh, call it a day. Oh man, Steve L. Williams, that Newberg promo Taz, that was pro was the money. That's we the next T-shirt, it. just you going Newberg. <laughs> the point. <laughs> Newberg, I got to heat Newberg. I can't oh, yeah, go to Newberg yeah. like ever. Yeah. So Newberg is it's near like Scarsdale area? Is that near? No, like? no, no, no. Scarsdale's Westchester. All right. So Newberg's more up in Orange County. Up in other side of the river, dude. I've driven through it. I, you've definitely, you've definitely, yeah. one wrestle, of the bigger. I wrestle up in Middletown a yeah. zillion times, you know. Harriman, right? Harriman, exit Harriman's part of the Monroe Woodbury School District. Yeah, I know my stuff, bro. But I, I knew Newburgh is kind of a big town, a big it, area. Yes. Yeah. Largest uh, crime per per population in the United States. Newburgh! Oh, yeah, bro. I, I don't want to start cussing out here. I've been getting yelled at. No, I'll send it to the coaches, guys. I got. Exactly what you need. Is coach still there at your N- high school? No, they actually. It was funny because I was home this weekend, and my mother was like, "Hey, they wrote an article about Coach Deliso. Oh yeah, about what he's up to now. He's like the uh, winningest coach in Section Nine history. Should we get him on a show here? I could get him on. <laughs> we could ask him about Matt Stack. Do we have to go through WWE for that? Will you stop? Yeah, We'd be in trouble. It'd be a long time. I'd have to. <laughs> Uh, Mike Luce, Taz, who's your next guest? Um, that Matt Stack. Would be Matt Stack. Yeah, Matt Stack, quarterback. Uh, he'd be on. And uh, also my next guest would be Anthony. Ant, tomorrow you'll come on the show via audio, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever awesome. you want, boss. Awesome, awesome. Uh, whoever uh, tall calls the show, they'll be a guest. Uh, Dennis will be a guest. Dennis Jones, the Lumberjack, uh, he'll be a guest. Timber! Uh, he's a star. Confirmed. Uh, yeah, so he'll be on. Um, Maybe Seth. Uh, um, we'll see. <laughs> no. Oh, all right. I think I'm done. I gotta go. Matt Stack. That is his real name. I picture Matt Stack probably had tons of girls that liked him in high school. He he was the classic. Did he have a steady girlfriend? The class. Yeah, he actually married her. Oh, well then that's it. They right? live like two houses down from each other. Real uh, high school sweethearts. They story. live near you. Yeah, yeah. Around the corner. They actually live a ha- in a house. They own a home. Yeah, yeah I lived in a cardboard people. box. Yeah, you live in like your freaking backseat of your gremlin. <laughs> Buick Skylark, 91. <laughs> oh, my God. We're getting tons of Facebook Live people. No, Seth, please. No, Seth. No, Seth. They don't want Seth on the show. Uh, you don't want me too bad. <laughs> hey, you think Seth will say something to you like later? Like, what happened with that whole Mike Johnson thing? I heard that whole sh- What happened there? What's the truth? You know, you could have talked more about me. You, you exchange emails with, and texts with me all the time. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. Uh, Want to kill you to put me over once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Seth. I do apologize. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Never fails on this show. Never. <laughs> Never fails. Um. All right, well. We haven't heard a uh, cowboy in a while on the show. You know what I mean? Cowboy. That is true. 
No one's really asked from. Sam. Cold blooded. David Mullet. Bring back the captain. There it is. What was his name? David Mullet? Mellet. Oh. Mellet. Buy a hat. Yep. Who's Shane Scott? Haven't heard from Nick from Stell in months. Yeah, he's probably all tied up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a layup. It's <laughs> too easy. It's like. Oh. David Burns, tomorrow's guest, Cowboy. That's not a bad idea. If Cowboy has a guest. He'll be there. All right, well, another trending edition of the show, bitches. Uh, that's how we roll here every day. Tad show, uh, constantly working. You know that. There's just no break in the air. It's a constant, constant. Tad show just keeps on rolling, keeps on trucking. No days off. That's how this works here, folks. That's how it works. Uh, but on that note, uh, I got to wrap. Um, that's it. So uh, tomorrow we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about I mean, we'll talk about this uh, looks like a really good SmackDown to uh, Dennis's point. We're looking at the SmackDown. We'll check that out tomorrow. I should say tonight and talk about it tomorrow and uh, talk about some other stuff. Uh, we'll see if Rosario does well for the Mets. A lot of pressure on this kid. So he goes. Uh, hopefully, hits for the cycle. How about that? I'm shooting for him hitting the cycle. <laughs> How's that? I don't know if anybody's ever done that in their pressure, first game. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I got to talk about this real quick. I wanted to talk. Jeez. I'm watching the Dodgers versus the Giants. This is baseball, the activity, the other day, right? The other night, I should say. This had to be, help me out who the kid was. This had to be Saturday night. What day did the Yankees have the walk-off? What's his name hit the walk-off? Uh, what's the kid's name who hit the walk-off? Gardner, Gardner had one Thursday night and then again Saturday. Saturday. Okay, so when Gardner did it, this kid from the Dodgers gets up. It's like the 11th inning. It's 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 They're in overtime, or otherwise known as extra innings. And um, they're playing in L.A., a stadium I'd never been to. I always wanted to be, go to Dodger Stadium. Playing the Giants. Now, and it's tied up. I don't know if it was one to one, two to two, whatever the score was. I caught the game late. And I'm like, all right, overtime baseball, all they call extra innings. I'm in. I'll watch it. This kid gets up. It's like second and third. Hometown Jones, major league debut, bro. Number 65 on the Dodgers. I don't remember his name. Kid played at University of Georgia, which is legit baseball. He grew up in Georgia, a hotbed for, you know, baseball players. High school baseball is great there in Georgia. Um, you guys' name yet? I'm looking. Okay, so the kid is like, I'm like, God, God, could you imagine this kid is the hero here? It's either first and second or second and third. I want to say there's two outs. He gets up. Uh, first pitch, he looks at it right down the pipe. Boom, strike one. Perfect fastball. I'm like, this kid's terrified. He's shitting a brick. He's frozen knee Jones. Uh, next pitch, I think he, he uh, takes a swipe out of it. It's an outside pitch. 0-2. He sits on two bad pitches. I think it was like two and two now. And the place is popping. They're going crazy. No one even knows the kid. Okay? Number 65. I'm begging for his name. What's his name? Kyle Farmer. That's the guy. And he pokes a friggin' opposite field base hit, knocks in two runs. They win the game. Walk off Jones. His teammates attack him. They rip his jersey. They're pouring friggin' Gatorade all over him. They were having a party. The kid's running around basically with no shirt on. Um... 
it was it was exhilarating. I mean, I felt like I was a Dodger fan. Like the Dodgers, the best team in baseball, they're still kicking ass. Look at this. It was unbelievable. It was phenomenal. The Dodgers are unbelievable are right now. They are legit. I should become a Dodger fan. <laughs> I was. That was the Sunday night ESPN game, and it was Sunday night. I thought it was Saturday. I, I'm mad at myself now because I'm looking at the box score. I watched it, and when. San Francisco scored in the 11th. I was like, all right, game over. Oh, no, dude. That's when I started watching. They came back. Yeah, I started watching. They came back and and walked off. So they were down going into the 11th. It wasn't like they were tied. Oh, it was great stuff. All right. Anyway, I wanted to share that Dodger story for some reason. I don't know why. For for those Dodger fans up there. The Giant fans like, you suck, Taz. You know what? Fuck you! Out of that note. All right, we'll be back tomorrow talking some SmackDown, some other stuff. All right, if everybody hit the Taz show, I'm Taz, you're not. Uh, thank you, everybody, for getting the show trending. I appreciate it. Thanks for everybody. Thanks for everybody who called and got us trending. Thank, thank you for... Hey, hold on a second. That, that, let me do the clothes better than this. All right, three... Two, well, edit all the little stuff out, right? You'll take all the little stuff out? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, sure. All right, three, two, one. All right, look, so thank you, everybody, for checking out the Taz show and getting the show trending. I appreciate it. Thank you for getting us trending. Thank you. Damn it, I'll do it again. Hold on. All right. You ready? Three? I'll count myself in? Uh, Hold on, I got some. Now I got mouse issues. Would you eat the mouse? Hold on, folks. We'll wrap it a minute here. I we're good. And... So, thank you, everybody, for getting the show trending. I appreciate it very much. It's very nice. Thank you for those who called into the show. Very nice of you. Maybe you engaged with me on uh, Twitter or the gimmick chat at Tashow.com or Facebook Live. Whatever you did, I appreciate it. Thank you for supporting the show. Without you, I got nothing. I'm a freaking old, okay? On that note... We are trending. We are trending. We are still trending. It's because of you guys. Not because of me. Let's be honest. Everybody here at the Taz Show, we thank you. We'll be back tomorrow. Goodbye. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering Where they got the Bacardi at To go and pour another drink Stay. I'm hoping.